Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So keep that in mind. Yeah, hey, forget I asked. <laughs> That'll definitely It'll, do. Ew. Join the f- Discord. It was the least fun I've ever had playing this game. A small but vibrant and extremely humble community. No, I've seen the sleeves, but I'm like, you said you're suiting up and then you put your sleeve on. Thank you for saying that. Because I'm a demon on the keys. Next thing I know, we're both dead. I immediately left the lobby. In Vietnam. What are they playing for? Are they playing to win? <laughs> Stay humble. Stay humble. We are yodeling, and we're also live. Welcome to The Drop Shot, episode number 67. My name is Casey, sure SM7B Razanon. Yeah. And uh, I am, I have, after some very tense contract negotiations, The Drop Shot LLC has in fact decided... To bring Tanner back as a contractor on a very—is <laughs> oh, that what I am? Yeah, you're a contractor now. You've been demoted on a very, very temporary uh, and contingent uh, new contract. Uh, so, Tanner, welcome yeah. back to the program. Well, um, thank you for welcoming me back. I uh, just thought now'd be a good time to tell you I'm not going to be here in two weeks. I'm going on that trip. So what? Oh, for the beta. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. That one, uh, to Utah and Arizona. I was telling you about that. Oh. I may or may not go. I'm going, well, I'm bringing Gabriel Saul Perez with me. Well, don't, but okay. Don't, but okay. Yeah. Well, Tanner's back. So yeah. What did you end up having to do? Why weren't you here last time? Um, so my wife told me about this like weeks ago, but I didn't write it down. She doesn't remind me of things because she forgets until like the day of also. And she's like, oh, we have this to do. I'm like, really? So it was for her like best friend's birthday, who was the day before her. So it was like both of them like wanted to get together and have like a beach bonfire. And like she invited her friends and stuff. So we met them down there. Um, I wasn't going to go, but then I was like, you know what? 
I should probably go. Because either she's going to be pissed at me or Raz is going to be pissed at me. And I'd rather have Raz mad at me because I can just tell him to go fuck himself yeah, and not care. Of course. That's why. So I, don't care. I, when I got the message, I was super annoyed for literally like five seconds. And I was like, it doesn't really matter. It's Wednesday. And he's going to go no matter what. Because obviously he's going to pick his fucking wife's birthday. So it's not even worth like. <laughs> arguing about yeah. this i was like just go dude and i'll figure yeah. it out so. so if it was a saturday i don't think i would have um i would have figured something out but yeah i basically i told raz like an hour and a half before the pod i was like hey that's dog shit yeah about Such tonight dude if so, it had well, been that cold war that four hour episode oh of course i wouldn't have gone i would have i would have quit the podcast i would have quit the podcast so yeah not really of course yeah uh, for sure yeah you know what I would have done is I would have driven to your house, slashed your tires, and then come back home. And mm -hmm. then you would have been like, oh, shit, dude, it's crazy. Some vandal slashed my tires. Now I can't go. And <laughs> yeah. I would go, oh, no. All right, we'll get on. So anyways. <laughs> is that what you would have said? That's exactly. Oh, exactly. no. Oh, no. That's from a show. I don't remember what it was. Doesn't it matter. sounds extra crispy on your sure sm7b Ooh. i think that's how cartman says it in some episodes of south park oh no yeah something like I that i think that is that is perhaps what it is from south park Could great be show it. yeah great, great show older it's a great than, show for older sure than most of you listening by the way oh family guy okay they're saying family guy oh okay i don't care anyways uh so welcome back tds that he is back on the program for now for now yeah for, for now for now on a very again contingent contract um so a couple announcements uh this evening first of all welcome to our new patrons the bush turkey i like that name actually colton m uh garch change that i don't know what that is and smashing plumpkins i think is this name it's cut off here on my screenshot uh, but I like that name if it is Smashing Blumpkins. So welcome, new patrons. Patreon.com slash the drop shot for bonus episodes per month. Uh, and then if you, for only five bucks, and then if you wanted even more shit, there is more shit available, including the Damascus Hangout for our Damascus patrons, which we did yesterday, which was very fun, actually. Uh, this was the first time I ran Warzone with a couple of them. Obviously, you can only do three other people plus me. So a couple people got left out, which sucked. But still, it was fun. I was fucking slaying, dude. There was one um, match. No, wrong. There was one match where I was just clutching it up, dude. We were in Storage Town. I fucking killed this guy, killed that guy. Call me JSM, John Stryker Meyer. Here we go. And then I res face in the nick of time, dude. And then I look away for one second, dead, and then the game's over. And we got, like, ninth place. That's crazy. Because when I tuned into the stream, um, you guys all... <laughs> Hold on, we're experiencing <laughs> technical difficulties. Hold you on. guys all lost your gulag. <laughs> you guys all lost your gulag at the same time. It's possible that that happened, but I think so. you're misremembering. I don't think any of you guys got a single kill in, like, the ten minutes I was watching. So I got... Dude, no. We, we, we hit our stride later. Because I, okay. I was fragging, dude. Did you guys get a win? Fragging. No. No. Of course not. Absolutely not. But I was doing pretty well. It was fun. That's the that's the main point here, is that it was a fun time. So patreon.com slash the drop shot uh, for that shit. 
Um, also, T Manny thirty two. Thank you for the uh, offline Twitch arena, Twitch sub arena. I appreciate that. Uh, Tanner, anything on your end here? Yeah. So this just came up again. Um, thanks for the offline sub pre shock. I'm pretty sure. He subbed like last week. I don't know why it's not showing up now or why it's showing up again. Not sure, but pre shock T Manny. And here's a good one Young Tug 69. Thanks for the offline subs. Yeah. I don't think that's even a change it. It's such a good name. It's not a change it. Tug. It's a little too Epsteinian for me. Young Tug. Come on, yeah. dude. Let's do Adult Tug 69. Or at least yeah, young well, adult you, 69. You like young tug. <laughs> or of age 69. We'll Sco scuba here. Let's move on. Uh, by the way, Tanner and I both got some some additional hardware upgrades, as you may be able to tell. Hopefully you can, because it was costly. Uh, we both got the industry standard microphone for podcasting, the Shure SM7B. Uh, now, you guys may see on the camera here that my entire mic arm is blocking the camera. I know, and it will be remedied. I got a new mic arm that will hopefully uh, solve this problem that I'll try and figure out tomorrow when it comes in. Uh, Perfect. So, yeah, this whole mic arm is not going to be, like, directly in front of the lens uh, next pod. But, yeah. Uh, and I've been liking the mic. It's been very easy to set up, surprisingly. Took very little extra... Because I already, already kind of knew how to set up an XLR mic from my old one. So setting this one up did not take me long at all. That took a tenth of the time it took to set up my first mic. Yeah, because we know basically what we're doing now. We're familiar with the software and shit, so it's pretty simple. How do you like your Shure SM7B? Um, good, except we haven't had much time to mess with it, so I'm sure we can make the quality a lot better. Yeah. Mine specifically, I think I can. I need to adjust the EQ levels and whatnot. Um, which we just haven't had time to do. So yeah, we'll listen to this back, see how it sounds on the streaming platforms, but there will probably be some adjustments made. So it should be even better sounding true come uh, Thursday for you guys when it's uploaded. Yeah. So for those of you listening, if anything sounds weird at any point, please let me know in discord so that I can fix it and look into it. Uh, Cause yeah, it's our first time streaming with these um, and ad brew. And by the way, yes, I did get the cloud lifter. I think it was you that told me that we might need that in Discord. So I researched it, and it looks like it's a good idea to have one. So I got the Cloudlifter. Tanner hasn't. Uh, but I think it's probably worth doing based on our preamp, which is the Go XLR. But that's, uh, you know, so thank you, AdBruin, if that was you. But uh, yeah, we'll doesn't really matter well you, so. we'll see if i need one um i'm not saying i'm not gonna get one i'm open to it's just i got mine like a week before he got his so at that point he already knew to order one and i didn't so we're, we're yeah. gonna test it i may end up getting one too yeah. if necessary yeah yep for sure so uh yeah oh and last announcement this is gonna be fun and exciting uh we have as we announced last week, an episode, uh, an episode, uh, an edition of Cold War, the game, the ultimate edition that we're going to give away. So I'm going to pick a winner from the reactions in Discord. And then tomorrow I will DM you on Discord and I will send you your copy 
your pre-order of Black Ops Cold War Ultimate Edition. Now, when I say I'm going to send you a copy, what that actually means is I'm going to send you 90 United States dollars, and then you can do what you want with it. That's the cost of Black Ops Cold War Ultimate Edition, so you can buy that if you want. You could also buy the regular version and a, you know, a 12-pack or two of beer. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. You know, or whatever you want. So, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's do that. We're going to pick our winner here. So, I Ooh, already excited. have this all set up. So, if you guys can look on the screen here. This is a website where you just put a bunch of names in a field. You pick a random name, and then it picks them. Um, and let me show you guys. So, basically, there's a list of names. I, I press pick a random name. Uh... And then it'll do this. And then it'll say, the winner is it works like this. Okay. So I already have the text file with all the names from those of you who reacted in the Discord. So let me zoom in a little bit. That'll be good. Okay. And now let me, boys. let me pull up uh, the, the document. Here we go. Okay. So here are all the names. Uh, open this up. Boom. Okay, so we see all these names here. So everyone that entered. I pulled all your names and I got them in here. So now, without further ado, let's see who our winner is. Pick a random name. Drum roll, please. Let's do it. Carmega! Let's fucking go! <laughs> Congratulations, Carmega. Probably change it, but uh, on winning... A copy of Black Ops Cold War Ultimate Edition. I will be DMing you on uh, on Discord tomorrow, and then we'll 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 get that ironed out. And uh, that is it. But wait, oh, there's wait. more. Is there more? Yeah. What <laughs> am I seeing in the notes here? Um, hold on. Let me hold on. Winner number two. Wait, are we giving what? away another one, dude? Are we giving away more than one copy? Oh, shit. That's crazy. So in the notes here, it says, I may have been a, in a fugue state when I wrote these notes because I don't remember this. Winner number two, sponsored by Slivovitz91. The mad fucking lad. Let's fucking go, Slivo. So when I announced this, Slivo DM'd me and he was like, uh, hey, Raz, I'd like to offer up another copy of the game for you to give away another one. And I was like, dope, dude, that's awesome. We can double the giveaway. That's fucking great. So we're going to do another giveaway right the fuck now. Um, and everyone, please do me a favor and thank Slivovitz91 for this glorious bounty we have received this evening. The first edition, the first copy was from us. This one is from Slivovitz. So thank you, Sliv. The Dropshot community appreciates you. And let's see, Indeed, brother. Let's see who we can bless with your glorious harvest this evening. All right, let's pick another one. Copy number two. Here we go. Dia Diao Man with switch in brackets. 
is our second winner. Let's go. Jesus, dude. All right, we got two winners now. Pog fucking champion. So, yeah, once again, uh, for both of you, I will be uh, DMing you on Discord. So, uh, Carmega and Switch. I'm calling you Switch now. Uh, congratulations, boys, on winning those ultimate editions of Black Ops Cold War. We thank you for being a part of this small but vibrant and extremely humble community. And again, all of you, please thank Sliv, Slivovitz91, uh, for donating a copy. That's very generous of him, um, and it's really cool. And especially you, Switch, you cunt. You better think. You better. <laughs> you better write a nice fucking PM to Sliv for giving you a copy of Cold War. So thank you, Sliv. Much appreciated, man. Thanks, brother. Yeah, and uh, if you were here for the giveaway, then uh, and you didn't win, sorry, but it is what it is. So I think that is. But wait. <laughs> what? There's, there's more. There's more, dude. <laughs> there's more, there's dude. More, dude? Okay, I mean, boy, I must have been, I must have suffered amnesia lately because I don't remember writing this either. But what it says here in my notes is winner number three. Holy shit. Sponsored by Dirty25 in uh, on Twitch, also known as Taylor M. I'm not going to dox him, but his name is Taylor. He is dirty in Twitch chat. Him and Sliv are here often uh, in Twitch chat. So, Dirty also messaged me. And he didn't know Sliv messaged me. And he was like, hey, dude. He said the same thing. He's like, hey, dude. I would like to offer a copy of Black Ops Cold War Ultimate Edition for your giveaway. Damn. So I, so I said, bet. Let's do it, dude. So, so winner number three, Dirty25, has sponsored this giveaway. Uh, so give him a shout out as well. Give him a bunch of love in the in the Discord, in Twitch chat uh, for offering this up. Uh, you love to see it. Thank you. Dirty. And without further ado, let's pick. Here we go. Another glorious bounty, dude. Another let's glorious fucking go, bounty. Baby. Here we go. All right. So picking a random name. Here we go. I need more gunny. Let's fucking go. Damn. Three winners, dude. Three fucking winners. Holy shit. So I need more gunny. Congratulations. Winner number three this evening of a copy of Black Ops Cold War Ultimate Edition. Uh, so gunny, please, please send a PM a Discord, nice, sweet message to Dirty25. I think that's his name in Discord. It might be something else, but his name is yeah, Taylor. Yeah, it's, it's Dirty. It is Dirty. Okay, good. Yeah. So send him a PM as well. So um, huge shout out to Dirty. Huge shout out to Slivovitz. Uh, boys, we jet, we very much appreciate it. Um, super good idea. I, di I didn't expect anyone to even think to do that. Like, hey, I'll give I'll give one away too. I, I like, know, it's awesome. I know, it's super cool. I was like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Awesome, man. And two people did it, like, separate, independently. Neither of them knew the other one was doing it. I don't even know if they know each other, really. So, so Taylor and uh, and Dirty, thank you, boys. Or, excuse me, Dirty and Sliv, thank you, boys. 
And uh, yeah, congrats to our three winners. I don't remember your names, uh, but I'll I'll go in the vod. You'll get your you'll get your your copy. So, so that's uh, that's four total copies of Black Ops Cold War given away. It's th- by the Dropshot oh, LLC. Yeah, one of them was the tw- uh, the tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. All right. So no bait. That's it. There's no one else messaged me. So if you if you wanted one, you got three out of but 150. wait. No, there's, there's actually there's no, more. no more. Unless Tanner wants to sub. Unless some, it. unless somebody hits my Venmo with ninety dollars right now, there's no yeah. more. I, you guys have ten seconds to hit my cash app. <laughs> yeah. uh, money sign Razanon with some cash, and I can give away another one. But yeah. Otherwise, congrats to our winners, and uh, that is that. So, without further ado, any other announcements from you, Tanner? Nope, that's it. Okay. So, real quick, also. So thank you, boys, again. Much appreciated. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Aussie, 250 bits. Jada with the five gifted subs. Rip Lips, also known as Pork Adobo, 1,000 bitties. Dreaves with the five gifty boys. And Dreaves with the 730 <laughs> bits. Dude. Jesus. A lot of support. A lot of love. Boys, thank you. All of you. Aussie, Rip, Jada, Dreaves. I appreciate the support. That was fun doing that giveaway right now. That was very fun. That made me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like that. And it Thanks, was boys. It was mostly at the expense of uh, two other people. So get scammed. Uh, but thank you. Much appreciated. And I think that is it. Uh, Dreaves, Rip, Jada, Aussie. Once again, thank you guys and everyone else for the support this evening. And without further ado, if you were listening for the jingle, here it is. All right. Yeah, Tanner baited you. I wasn't going to do that because that's rude, but Tanner did it. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's, Get it's, shit not, on. it's absolutely not happening. But, uh, yeah, don't, don't do it. Hey, you expected one and you got three. So be happy with that. Okay. I think three out of 150 is not bad odds either. It's one out of 75. No. no, it's like one out. It's not, obviously, it's not one out of 75. It's, one out of 50. Uh, it's like one out of 50. It's exactly quick, one out of 50. Actually, Quick maths. It's exactly one out of 50. Yeah, yeah. That's not bad, dude. That's a 2% chance. It's not bad at all. So, anyways. Uh, yeah, thank you guys. So, first off, by the way, today we're doing a Q&A. Uh, again, so. If you're mad about this, Sorry, this game is so bad that I, I just can't think of like fun and exciting topics for Saturdays and I don't care to and none of you care to listen to a topic about like, I don't know, whatever, modern warfare. Uh, so once Cold War comes out, we're going to have a lot more eclectic uh, Saturday episodes. Uh, just like we did when this pod like was newer because we had things we wanted to talk about with this game. Uh, yeah. that we wanted to explore on Saturdays. but Oh, now, there's all sorts of stuff. Yeah, exactly. But now there's not, really. So once Cold War comes out, we're going to go back to that scheme again. Um, but in the meantime, it's going to be a lot of Q&A. And again, most of you guys love it. We love it. So I no harm, no foul, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, however, next week, we're going to have young Jake down on the program. 
and uh, we will be talking about the experience of a console peasant switching to the glorious PC gaming master race. So that which will be, will be a week. fucking banger of an episode. It's going to be the a way. banger, dude. I'm really excited, especially because we we personally know so many people just through the Discord and Twitch chat that have recently switched over, like a lot of them. So yeah. Yep. It's going to be a good episode for you guys, for sure. Yeah. It's going to be very... Yeah. It's going to be very fun. And we've already talked to Jake quite a bit. We played with him. I really get along with Jake. Uh, he's, uh, he's very fun to stream with because... He... He's interactive with us appropriately. He's not too quiet. He talks and he fucks around with us. He's also not too fucking loud. He doesn't talk... As much as I do, basically. That doesn't Which work. Which is good. Yeah, that doesn't work. There can only be one fucking blabber mouth yeah. uh, cunt. Like we've me. got that covered with you, yeah. And we've got that indeed. Covered, so. <laughs> for sure covered. So anyway, we're going to do that on, uh, what's it called? Next week. But for now, uh, first section is playlist updates. Nothing really. However, there's going to be double XP, double weapon XP, and double tier progression. Pretty much right until season six starts. So from now until the release of season six, uh, there's just going to be a bunch of double XP, but there's no actual playlist updates. But if you guys were trying to get weapons leveled up, or if you were trying to uh, get through those last tiers before the season ends, uh, now's the time. So keep that in mind. And then that's it. And now we're going to move on to the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is the question and answer segment and we will start where we left off last Arnzen asks if you had to pick one beer and one liquor slash mixed drink for the rest of your life what would it be for me it's voodoo ranger juicy haze ipa and a good bullet rye old fashioned very mm. interesting tanner what are your thoughts interesting uh, this is tough actually so the beer for me is hard to pick Cause I never drink the same beer twice. I'm not kidding. I, um, I get most of my beers from a friend who is a brewer. And so he like brings me stuff. I order stuff. I'm having pick it up. And what they brew is constantly changing like every month. So something they made one year ago, they probably don't make anymore. So I'm always trying different things, but if I had to pick just like one, like shit beer, something to drink forever, you're going to be furious. It's probably a Modelo with lime, dude. I'm Can't go wrong. Mad. I'm not that mad Can't, at that. Is it a good beer? No, it's awful. But it's something I could drink forever because it's water. It's water and yeah, lime. You know? that's, a fair, that's a fair point. Now, you're like, kind there's of so many the rules if you're adding a lime, but we'll ignore that consideration for now. So Okay. I'll, well, Any I'll breakers? keep that in mind for sure. You're shit, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's hard for me because I always drink a different... Like this beer I'm drinking right now... Don't know what it is. Didn't look at the can. I just poured it. Will I ever have it again? Probably not. Okay. Um, and my go-to mixed drink. God, I love a good old-fashioned, but it's got to be Jameson and ginger ale. That is that is my drink. That's the classic. When I go to weddings, I'm like, fill me up with that bitch. Give me that joint, and I drink like six of them. You <laughs> that know, joint. Is it because usually they're not gonna usually they're not gonna make me an old-fashioned. If they do, it's gonna be shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, pour some ginger yeah, ale in the cup for a wedding cocktail. Yeah, a wedding exactly. Cocktail pour some Jameson. Two, two drinks max that you mix. Exactly. You can't get fancy. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So, uh, yeah. 
Those are my options. Well, your voice crack. My choices. So clip that voice crack and coming say, from you. Okay. To the Discord. My the voice. voice crack god. Okay, we'll keep that in mind. Uh so one beer. It's easy. Scammed. Easy. It is in fact this beer I have. Actually, it's not exactly this beer, but let me guess. Sculpin IPA. The Ballast Point Sculpin IPA. You're such a dog this shit. This is the grapefruit edition, which is very good. But if I had to drink it for the rest of my life, I would just go with the plain old Sculpin. Uh, it's the perfect beer. I love it. Um, although, I do concede your point that maybe a lager would be better because it's easy to drink. So I could mm -hmm. just drink that for the rest of my life and not get tired of it because it's not really flavorful. If that were the case, I would probably go... Shit, dude, I don't like lagers. I don't know. Like a Stella, maybe? Have you ever had um, Banquet Beer? Coors Banquet Beer? Yes, and no, I wouldn't have that. Really? I've had too much of it lukewarm, because that's what all we drank in college, so it's just ruined uh, for me. Yeah. Yeah. I've thrown that up as many times as I've drank in it, or drank it. Got it. So. Got it, got it, got it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, for mixed drink... Ooh, this is easy. A Cape Codder, also known as a Cape Cod. Hmm? Never heard of this? Of course not. It is vodka and cranberry juice. And it slaps. Yikes. Are you uh 18-year-old female? What are you, you on your period? You on your period? Getting cranberry <laughs> juice, you on your period. What movie is that from? Gift Curse Don't will know. know. Don't Gift watch Curse movies. Um, the Town. Boston. Good guess, but no. Okay, it's the only movie close, I know. It's based in Boston. It, no, yeah. is, is Marky Mark in it? Yes. Okay, of course he is. Yeah, of course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> yeah. Directed by uh, Scorsese. Leo is in it. My boy Leo. Just just say the name. The that Departed. tells me nothing. The Departed. Okay, I've never seen great it. Great fucking... Dude, you have to watch that movie. If you watch movies, it's a great movie. Anyway. Yeah. He gets his arm broken in that scene. Doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, Cape Cotter. Fucking fantastic. It's like my favorite cocktail, easily. Um, Yikes. So, so we'll for sure keep that in mind. Now, Jesus Christ. Okay, chat. Hi, guys. Uh, Aussie <laughs> with the seven gifted subs. Jake with the five gifted subs. Lever with the two, three gifted subs. Dude, I can't count this high, guys. Uh, Goated O with the five gifted subs. And Pritch with the 2,800 bitties. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, Jesus Christ, boys and lemur, chill, chill. Very generous community indeed, as Mystifier said. Uh, I agree, Mist. I couldn't agree more. Um, fucking Christ, Aussie, Jake, lemur, Oat, Rich. I appreciate you guys. That's a fucking lot of support, and I am very grateful. Uh, thank you all. Yeah, I... I was told we wanted to get pushed over the 400 sub mark. Hey, you did it. Good job. So thank you for that. Um, pushed us well over 400 subs. So we appreciate that. Uh, here's the drop shot. So yeah, thank you all very much. That is very kind of you. And Ryzen 6 with the 500 bitties. Let's go. Jesus, dude. Ryzen, thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. All of you, thank you so much. And Pritch, another gifted sub. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Boys, love you. Thank you for the support. Your never-ending generosity is very appreciated. And it is boundless, apparently. So, thank you all. 
Much love. And I'm going to ban Aussie Menace. Uh, so, next question here. <laughs> EV Dog 4, change it. If you could change the ghost perk, how would you do it? Good question. I'd get rid of it completely. I feel like it would greatly increase the skill gap and make SBMM better. Okay. Okay. I liked the question after sentence one, but now you've given us something to talk about. So Tanner, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm not understanding the SBMM thing, but um, <clears throat> so my initial, the easy answer is ghost only works while you're moving. It prevents people from camping. Um, those dumb shit corner campers just sitting there with a shotgun or something, shooting you in the back with dragon's breath as you run by. It prevents that. Um, but now that you say it, dude, I would be, Hey, I wouldn't be mad if ghost was gone. I would not be mad if nobody could have it. I wouldn't have a problem with it. The only problem with it now is that it's way too strong, which is why it needs to be changed. Um, fuck dude, that's tough. You know, I think ideally I would want it gone. Just no ghost perk at all. Interesting. I want to know where people are. Yeah. But then it's like, does it actually increase the skill gap? I mean, there's nobody camping, but at the same time, we're looking at the radar the entire time, which it goes back to that. Because I have noticed in this game compared to BO4, BO4 was honestly just, I looked at my mini-map more than I looked at my screen because I was following the red dots, you know? Yeah, but there were still gunfights. There were a lot of gunfights, yeah, that is true. Which is the point, I think. Yeah, altogether, though, there are so many times I get fucked in the ass from people using ghosts and camping in a corner. So I would say just get rid of it. I know it's not going to happen. So my first answer is more realistic, but I would love if it was gone. Yeah. This is in an interesting question because the only problem, like, okay, let's say we get rid of ghosts and then I call it, and then my team has a UAV and yours doesn't, your whole team is going to die. Like, if one team has yeah. a UAV and the other doesn't, and there's no ghost perk, you're just fucked, dude. Like, one team can see where the other team is and the other team can't. That is such a massive advantage in a first-person shooter that it's like, I might be okay with taking out ghost, but if you do, I think you should also remove UAV or make it literally double the cost to earn because yeah if, that makes if, sense you know you know what i'm saying because if there's no ghost then uav just got a whole fuck of a lot better because now you're guaranteed to show every enemy on this on the other team so then you'll know a hundred percent if no red dots are on the left side of the map you can just fucking sprint through the left side of the map like with zero worries so it just makes UAV so much better that I think if you remove Ghost, you have to change or remove UAV as well. What do you think, like six kills? If it, if it were this game, like six kills or something? Six or seven. Yeah, okay. Maybe seven. That sounds fair, actually. It sounds very fair. Because imagine how strong you... I mean, UAV is really strong now. Now, imagine if there was no Ghost, so every single red dot, like, showed up, you know? Yeah. Like, it would be really fucking good. So I think seven would probably be appropriate. But I do agree with you and our questioner here. Yeah, I would like ghosts to be removed. Because, yeah, I run it all the time because it's busted. And then you just shoot people in the back, but that's not a gunfight. That's just like you surprise them and fuck their ass. So good question, actually. 
Um, would it greatly increase the skill gap? Yes. Because there's more gunfights. So if there are more gunfights, then skill gap matters more. Because you can be dog shit, and if you shoot me at my 6 o'clock, I'm probably going to die. In this game especially, with how fast time to kill is. Uh, would yeah. it make skill-based matchmaking better? No. I don't know what you even mean by that. Of course it wouldn't. <laughs> I, I don't see how those are related at all. You, there might be an argument that that's true, but you would have to explain it to me because I don't see it. Like, on yeah. his face, I don't get why you would think that, to be honest. So, Yeah, I'm not understanding that entirely either, but whatever. Yeah, but we can we can move on here. Uh, Dreams with the Gifty Boy. Let's go. And go to note 50 bits. Thank you, boys. Much love. 415 subs. I love Damn. you guys. Thank you. Dreaves and uh, Goat. Thank you, boys. Love you. I'm glad you... I guess they... I think it's the Sure SM7B. I think that's why we're getting so much support tonight. Is that... You think that's why? Because our audio quality is just so fucking crispy. <laughs> so much better, yeah. That's what I think it is, yeah. So, anyways, let's move on here. Uh, next question. Now, before I ask this question, Tanner, once I'm done asking it, I'm going to get out of my chair, walk to my bathroom pull down my shorts and then do my best, right? I'm going to do my best to wrangle <laughs> my huge white cock out of okay. my boxers and piss into my toilet with it. So are we clear? We're all on the same page here. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. So next question here is from Swagola. Change it. What's your opinion on the possibility of cold war, not having a prestige system, but rather a seasonal M dub 2019 ranking system tds okay so we pretty much know at this point um it sounds like prestige mode is coming back that's what the latest leaks are pointing to um that's what they're all saying there was a lot of pushback during the alpha everyone was furious uh, i know like even charlie intel had a um had a poll going on twitter they're like would you rather have prestige or like the regular modern warfare system and i'm pretty sure it was like 80 20 or something it was it was a large gap so most people weren't want prestige system back nobody wanted it changed in this game i don't why i don't know why they did it they just like changing shit in this game for some reason they just thought we would enjoy change um you know even though we're the call of duty community we don't like when things are changed we don't care so i would definitely rather have that prestige system i want it strictly so I can hit level 1,000 and always have that rank and just scare kids. Especially now, uh, now that lobbies are staying together and there's map voting and everything. Hey, I want myself and Razanon to be the only two level 1,000s in the lobby. And I want to just shit. I want them to leave as soon as they get in. They're going to look at us and leave. They're going to see our nuclear calling cards, level 1,000. They're going to know we're virgins. We're going to be level 1,000 by the beginning of November. The end of November, I guess. The game doesn't come out till the beginning, middle. That's what I want. Um, the Modern Warfare ranking system right now is disgusting. If you play a lot, you reach rank 155 in like three weeks at the most. If you play a lot, it's like two weeks. Um, it's just, it's dumb and boring. And you, you can't tell like who the good players are that actually put in hours and who just like the random players are. So I like to see that. Um, also, to go with that, the seasonal challenge system is disgustingly bad. I hate it. I want it gone forever. Remember when you and used to do I ribbons? Would, 
Yeah, I haven't done ribbons in two seasons now because I realize it doesn't matter. Hey, I did the good one though. I did season zero and I have that emblem for it. That's all I care about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just so boring now. I don't and I remember when they did it this way, they're like, oh, this is gonna be even more content for you guys. It's like, okay, cool. It's like challenges of me getting seven semtex kills and me getting 400 kills with three attachments on the weapon true. nobody wants to fucking do that joe seacott you're so dumb true nobody wants to do that it's boring just give me prestige mode give me a good challenge system with calling cards that are good looking and i'm told where they came from and how i obtained them maybe give me like a inspect feature so you can click on my name like Honestly, BO4? copy and paste the barracks from BO4. Copy and paste BO4. The system was perfect in yeah. that game. Yep. Yep. A thousand percent agree. A, a lot of the game was dog shit, but that system was perfect. There's not much they could have done to perfect that. I agree. So, um, yeah, I would take Prestige System uh, 10 out of 10 times over the Modern Warfare shit system. A thousand percent. So, yeah, Tanner uh, hit the nail on the head there pretty much for me. Um, What else was I going to add to that? Uh... Yeah, the like, oh, this is more content, the M-Dub system. It's like, K. That might be true, but it's not good content. It's not good content, you know? Like, we don't want more content independent of quality. We want more good content. Yeah. So if you give ribbon challenges to get fucking 10 RPG double kills for this ribbon... It's like, no, that's not what we're asking for. That's not what we want. And stop it. Stop with the reasons. <laughs> Go back to prestige for exactly yeah. the reasons you said. And like, yeah, about a month into a season of M-Dub, if I see that someone's level 155, that tells me almost nothing. Like, okay, I'm, I'm 155. I've been 155 for 10 days. Uh, so I don't know if this guy plays less than me, if he plays as much as I do, if he plays way fucking more than I do. So it is a lot more difficult, like Tanner just said, to gauge how many hours he's put in the game and therefore how likely he is to be like a good player. Or yeah. at least like a competent, passable player, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, and the the most important thing is that once you hit level 155 in this game, you feel like there's no sense of progression anymore. Whereas in BO4 or any other game with prestige system, like you always feel like you're making some progress. Now we're always wasting time because we're playing a video game, obviously. It's always a waste of time. But make me feel like I'm pro like I'm progressing by giving me a prestige system. Because <laughs> yeah. as it stands now, once you hit 155, there's no more progress. And it's just too obvious that I'm that I am in fact wasting my time. So lie to me more and give me a prestige system. Yeah. That's what I would I agree. Say. So keep that in mind for sure. Uh all right. Let's uh let's see here. What do we have here? No vaccine. Two hundred biddies. Let's go. Thank you, dude. Honored, humbled, and privileged. I appreciate you, brother. And now let's move on to this next Pergunta. Brutimus asks, I had a thought about the gas mask in Warzone. We all hate that fucking animation because it hits you at the worst time, true. So my thought is that they should change it to where you toggle it on and off on your own at your command. 
interesting. I think it could make for interesting gameplay because you could put it on early and make a gas play. Or when you get out of gas, you can take it off after your gunfight is over. What are your thoughts on wow. implementing a system of this kind? I'm not kidding. That's the most basic thing I've heard. And yet I've never seen anyone else say that. Maybe they have, but the I haven't problem, seen it. Dude, the, that would on. make so much sense. Before you get super hard, the problem is, why would I not just put on a gas mask immediately and never take it off? Because it fucks up your vision. Okay. Okay, fair. So it, so it'll fuck answer. up your peripheral vision. Okay. Yeah, nobody would run it. That would make unless sense they're then. dumb. That would make sense then. Oh, okay. dude, that would be... Yeah, like, I mean, if we were camping in a building, riding the gas, and I knew, like, I couldn't get out in time, and I could just pop it five, ten seconds before, and then, like have a gunfight with it on and not have to worry about it dude that would be perfect because what always happens is as soon as i get out of the zone he rips it off and then somebody's already looking at me because we were in a gunfight before that so they're in front of me safe and they're watching me run in from the gas and so i can't do anything because i'm taking off my fucking mask and then they, they just gun me down yeah. so i would actually love that change um i agree and no, also, people wouldn't like, wear the whole mask because it would fuck up your vision. It would be like it would be like you wearing a gas mask in real life. You can't see as much. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Nobody would wear that the whole game. As long as there's a penalty like that, then I agree with you. Yeah, exactly. Which is what you. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Um, I love this too because then you could like, so for example, let's say it's like circle number two, and uh, I'm pretty close to the edge. I'd rather just take some damage here then let my gas mask lose durability. So I would just leave it off and accept the damage to my plates and my health. Because yeah, I'm true. close enough, but I don't want to waste like one tick of my gas mask. So I could just choose to not put it on and I'll take the damage instead. And of course, you could preload it so that if you're like final circle, you're like, okay, I don't want to animate again this game. So I'm going to put this on now so I don't get fucked. This happened to me last night, by the way. I was doing a gas mask animation in the final circle, and then I got shit on by two players. Really? You and made I, it to the final circle with that team? <laughs> yeah, second place, in fact. In fact. And I had a kilo out, and because the gas came, they were in the they were in safe zone a little sooner than me. So the gas came, and I'm like in the middle of shooting them, and then I unscope and put my gas mask on dead. Dead. Yeah. Dead. And I'm, I was furious. So this feature would have been great. So yeah, as long as, like Tanner said, there's some penalty to having a gas mask on. And I think an obstructed obstructed vision would be the perfect penalty. Exactly. As long as it's done well. But that shouldn't be too difficult. Maybe not for Infinity. Maybe it would be too difficult for Infinity Ward. But in general, yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I actually really like this idea, Brute. Yeah, great idea. Hey. You're more qualified than every dev working for Infinity Ward right now, so good for you. Yeah. True. Everyone in chat is more qualified. The fuck is ringing my doorbell? Okay, well, you go figure that out. I'm not answering it. Okay, good. Uh, next question here is from Grimo. Grimo asks, If you could choose any gun at all, to be in Warzone that isn't already there, what would it be? So I assume when he says any gun in Warzone, he just means like in the game. Like a gun that should be in the game or that you'd like in the game that isn't in the yeah, game. Yeah, a a real life gun that should be in the game. Yeah. So Tanner, your thoughts. Hmm. I insta thought of mine. 
I'm gonna say either an M40 sniper rifle or a Mosin Nagant, which is that Russian bolt action rifle, which could be used as a sniper rifle, it was a popular gun in like Call of Duty 2. Um, either of those I think would be really fun. I can't think of very many like ARs I would want in the game. Like there's already enough. There's plenty of SMGs. There needs to be more bolt action rifles, which we're gonna be getting here. Interesting. Next week. What That's what I think. What is it called? Moisen Nagant? Mosin Nagant. It would Mosin it Nagant. should play similar to a car ninety eight. Like say, almost what, what would be different about it and a car? Would it have less range and faster refire? Like a Mark II plus car kind of deal? Or would it be even slower but more damage than a car? Because when uh, I think of that gun, because I've used it in older Call of Duties, it feels like the car feels in this game. You know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just think there needs to be different bolt-action rifles. Yeah, I feel you. That's what it comes down to. I mean, even if it's not... Even if it's, ide like, identical stats to the Car 98... I don't know. I just want a different looking rifle. How about that? Okay. Okay. You know, I mean, even if they add in, they have plenty of ARs, even if they add another one of those in, it's like, how much different can you really make it? True. Okay. Uh, so my answer here is obviously, of course, a Kimbo model 1887s. Yikes. That's a joke. That's a wrong, joke. Wrong, wrong, yes, wrong. Of course, wrong. That's a joke. I would hate these. That would be so busted in this game. So no kidding. My answer is really uh, the ACR. It's like one of my favorite Call of Duty guns of all time. Go pee. That I would really love to see. Oh, no. I take it back. Here's my actual answer. The M16. Burst fire. Now, you might say there's an M4, and you can put on the burst fire perk, but it's dog shit. And Tanner, God damn it, pee faster, because I need to ask you. Is the M16 simply... A gun on the M4 platform that has a burst configuration, or is the M16 a different platform and therefore a different gun fundamentally than an M4? Because I think maybe an M16 is an M4. It's just a different firing mechanism. Now I'm a white West Coast liberal elite, so I don't know, but I think it might be the case. Um, but either way, what this game needs is a good burst fire weapon so an m4 is on the m16 platform oh so i got it mixed up but they are the same platform okay 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 well in that case maybe m16 would not be the right play since technically the m16 is here uh swordfish isn't a real gun i wouldn't want that um but i would want a good burst fire weapon uh famas is dog shit so not that yeah, I'm trying to think of other burst weapons in real life. I don't. ABR. There's not many of them. ABR is that a real gun? I don't. I don't know. It's fucking slaps in BO4, especially with the uh, what's the fucking operator mod for the ABR? Repeater. The repeater operator mod for the ABR in BO4. That thing banged, dude. Oh yeah. That was my first ever YouTube video. Yeah, I think I think, I think an AUG is. An AUG. Mm-hmm. Og A3, oh, which is an ABR. Oh, really? Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's what I would say easily. the The only type of gun that's like missing from this game is a burst fire assault rifle that you can use and kill people with. So you that might makes think, sense, actually. 
you might say the FAMAS is a burst fire weapon in this game, and I would say wrong. It's not. Because you can't kill people with well, it. Well, it literally is. It's just <laughs> fucking garbage. Okay. Well, hey, I would want a good burst fire weapon, so that's my answer. Because the ACR basically is in the game. It's called a Kilo, to be honest. Very similar, I would say. Yeah. So let's move on here. Next question is from... Oh, wait, hold on. First of all, Dubfire with a submarine. <laughs> Five months. Twitch forced me to share this, basically, lol. Well, hey, Dub, I've been on this platform for seven years, it didn't force you. But I appreciate it. Nonetheless, and thank you, dude. The objective of Battlefield Podcast is live on twitch.tv slash dubfire33. If you're into Battlefield, check it out. He was inspired by the hottest up-and-coming podcast in gaming, of course, the Drop Shot, a Call of Duty podcast, which you are listening to at this moment. So thank you, Dub. Appreciate it, dude. Uh, next one here. Steel Switch asks... My dearest drop shot, I'm banning him. If you were to concoct your own unique kill streak that has never been seen before, what would it be and how many kills would it take to earn it? Interesting question. Actually hard to think of this on the fly, but give it a shot, TDS. Yeah, that's those are my thoughts going through my head. Um Hmm. Interesting. I'm thinking uh, maybe like something that's against the Geneva Convention. So biological weapons is kind of where my head's at right now because these are uh, all yeah. war crimes. That yeah, against the Geneva that Convention is where your head would be, and they um, are war crimes, and that's where my head's at. So I'm thinking sarin gas, uh, s- smallpox. Yeah, okay. the problem with smallpox in a first-person shooter game is you wouldn't immediately like take damage, so it wouldn't make sense. But something like sarin gas. Now, hey, look, I'm not a fucking chemist. I don't know. But I would suspect it would immediately start to fuck you up. Some kind of neurological symptoms. But anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's never, I've never really had the thought like, oh, they need this kill streak in the game. Yeah. Because it's not something that matters a whole lot. Like, like there's always just, a few kill streaks that are really good. And it's like, I don't care how they act per se. It's just, if they get a lot of kills and benefit me, that's all that matters. Yeah. If, if we had time to think about this beforehand, we probably could have came up with something good, but on the fly, I don't know. Yeah. Not really sure. Yeah. I kind of feel you on that. Yeah. Same basically. Um, cause yeah, all the really good kill streaks that I could like think of, I probably got the ideas from the game, but they're all pretty much in the game. You know, there's there's carpet bombing, there's fire bombing, there's yeah. cluster bombing, there's gunships, uh, there's drone strikes called the drone squad and BO4. Like, there's attack dogs, you know, pretty much have it all, really. Yeah, they've, yeah. I think Call of Duty themselves have already ran out of ideas on Killstreak, so it's hard to answer. Here would, here's my idea. Okay, so it's like... It costs the same amount as an uh, uh, emergency care package, which is one marker for three separate care packages. So whatever the cost of that streak is, this this streak costs the same as that. So you 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 get a loadout uh, like a care package marker, you drop it, and then the care package drops, and it's just full of gas masks. 
So then you pick you 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 interact, and then your character puts on a gas mask, but doesn't actually obstruct your vision. And then once you put it on, then uh, jets come in and drop sarin gas on the entire map. Yikes! And everyone is just like it's like a permanent gas grenade. No, that would be so bad. I was gonna say like a permanent gas grenade where you're all coughing and shit, but that would be terrible. Yeah, no, that yeah. yeah See, I, you're I you're trying to come idea. up with something that sounds cool, but it wouldn't play well, and that's how a lot of these ideas would be. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. I would want... I, I, here's what I would do. I would go to Wikipedia, type in war crimes, and I would pick one. That's That would be my streak. Oh, well, hey. So Let's look it up. <laughs> look, You look into that. In the meantime, I know biological weapons is one, so I, I'm inclined to think that. Um... Let's uh let's move on here. Next question. Chewy asks Okay. What porn porno pornography category is your go to? <laughs> Asking for a friend, K. I prefer I mean my friend says he likes mature. Okay. This is okay. Tanner, your thoughts. Um Probably MILF. MILF or big yiddies. Those are those Big are my two huh? choices. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. I mean, he's not wrong for saying mature. He could have said MILF, usually <sighs> a little younger, but uh. I guess. So it's some it's somewhat of a Razanosus. It's not the worst. It's not great. It's not um, great. Yeah. Mine is like hot. Hey, attractive women. That's what I'm into. I don't care how old they are. Now here, however, there's typically, in my experience, a correlation between how attractive a young woman is and her age, and it's usually not mature. <laughs> I'll say that much. But but when they are, they're pretty good. Okay, we'll keep we'll for sure keep that in mind. Um, so thanks for the question, fucking weirdo, Chewy. Uh. I'm glad. I'm glad that we all know your porn watching habits um, this time. So. Wait. So uh, no, no, no. You're not getting past it that easily. Okay. So you say hot. Are you? Do you want like the porn stars, or do you want like? No the the girls amateur. Oh. Uh... <laughs> no, he thought, he, thought, he, he thought I was talking about the dude. Wait, Is that what, what you thought? Me? You said the girls should be attractive, almost like you thought I was talking about no, no, no. the porn star males. No, 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 no. I thought, I thought the juxtaposition in my mind was the girl being hot or the situation being hot. You are fake news. I genuinely did not think you were asking about okay. the dudes, obviously. I'm pretty sure you were thinking, like, I was asking about, like, does the guy's cock matter or something? No. Okay. That's what it, that's what it sounds like. No, it's not, dude. Any Razzano Sussers in the chat? Yes. Me. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Well, we'll keep that in mind. So Tanner's real favorite is good looking what did you say? Quote, good looking cocks. That's Tanner's porn category of choice. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Anyways. We'll go with that. Yeah, there's a lot of Razanosuses in the chat. Yeah, I no, like it. I don't, I'm not super picky about this. I just, you know, if if the girl or girls are attractive, I'm 
basically yeah. into it. If the if they move. If if it moves, yeah. Let's okay. Let's move on. Uh, Semi problematic <laughs> asks, "What is the best gun with no attachments?" It's an interesting question, Tanner. Um. So let's let's talk about the meta in Warzone right now. There's two guns that I swear to God, I've said it before, are better without attachments. The Origin ground loot is better than my decked out five attachment Origin. Ha, you true. can't you can't <laughs> prove me wrong. It true. one taps. It's oh, there's something with it. There's something bugged with that gun. True, dude. It fucking shreds, dude. There is no way. That gun actually has zero attachments on it. That is a fake news gun. It's it's genuinely possible. It's the best origin in the game. Don't even bother using your own. Just pick one up because it's going to be better than yours. That and the Car 98 also. I swear to God, the ground loot Car 98 is better than any of them I can make. It just one taps everybody at range with zero attachments. So. Yeah. If we're only picking one, it's the origin. I just okay. want to throw the car in there too. Okay, so great point, and I wouldn't have thought of this. Where my head first went to like multiplayer, so that's what I was thinking this entire time. So the best multiplayer gun with no attachments is probably like an AX50, because it's still gonna one tap you the vast majority of the time, and attachments will speed up the ADS speed. And they'll like max out the damage range. But as far as like a sniper doing what a sniper you want to do, an AX50 will do that without attachments. It's just a sniper that will one tap you. Uh, Tell me more. Why are you groaning? The ADS speed is disgusting. At least with the ground loot car 98, no attachment. Yeah, but a multiplayer. Um, the ADS speed markers. is a lot quicker. Yeah, but it gets hit markers. Even my decked mm. out car gets hit markers. Okay, well, I don't aim better, I guess, because I don't get hit markers. Okay, well, for sure. I don't know. Stop, stop shooting people in the kneecaps. It's we'll, pretty simple, actually. We'll for sure keep that in mind. Combat. If you're going to go multiplayer, I would say the M4. Remember how many... Yeah. It's actually how many a kills tough... I have with that gun? I still have the most amount of kills with it, by the way. That's so funny. It's actually a really top. good question. I would have to pull up the game and like look through them. Because I've got no attachment kills like everything. You know what might be up there too for multiplayer? The Bruin. The Bruin with no fucking attachments is really good. It has no recoil without any attachments. Uh, the ADS speed is an LMG, but it's not terrible. Um, the only gun I remember using with no attachments and thinking, wow, this thing's already fucking good is the Bruin. So maybe I would say the Bruin. However, like Tanner said, if we're talking Warzone, easily the Origin. Easily. It'll two-tap someone fully plated with their own fucking loadout. No yeah, problem, by the way. It's fucking crazy, It'll actually. It'll do it no problem, by the way. The shotguns are dumb. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I would say to that. So, MP5, obviously, no. MP5's magazine is too small. 30 rounds. I mean, it's really good, but it gets so much better with attachments. The reason the MP5 is really fucking disgusting is a lot of things. Its base stats is one of them, so it's probably... I'm, I'm sure it's very good without attachments. But what makes it disgusting is the attachments. Mainly the integrated suppressor that also increases its damage range by fucking 25%. 
uh, on top of all the other shit. It's base stats. MP5 is a good thing to say there, but anyways, yeah, let's move on. Uh, okay, this is an interesting name. Now, Twitch has not banned this word yet, so I'm going to say this name as it is as it is written, which I like, by the way. It's funny. Based retard <laughs> asks. Okay, uh, these questions are weird to me. I'm not mad about them, but they're let's. In episode 41, smoked meats. Raz mentioned that, like his friend Michael, he is an introvert. Tanner said Raz was absolutely not an introvert. To which Raz replied, "I'm going to table that for now." Is Raz an introvert? Okay. The reason this is weird to me is that it's like very pointedly focused on me, and I feel like most people don't or shouldn't care about something this precise about some dude making a podcast about a video game. <laughs> Nonetheless, we will honor our obligations and answer it. So, Tanner, any thoughts? He's absolutely an introvert. I mean, he's not. No, 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 he's not. You're not. You said you were, right? Is that what this is? I did, I did say that, yeah, and yeah, I still yeah. say that, yes. Yeah, that's, uh, that's wrong. I don't believe that for a second. I don't understand... How you think that's true, to be honest. I mean, like... Hey, I've lived, I've, I've lived with me by being me for 28 years. That's how I think that. Go on. I think you're way too outgoing to be an introvert. Well... That's such fake news, dude. Here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing about me, if you're going to force me to talk about myself. Um, yeah. Uh, so... If I'm in a social setting where I know the rules of engagement, I can do pretty well. So, for example, I went to college, and one of the required classes is a public speaking class. Now, in a public speaking class, you are forced to give speeches in front of the class. And every other person in the classroom knows that you're being forced to do the speech. So I know the rules here. So then, when it's my turn to do the speech in the public speaking class, I fucking rape it because I'm a god at that very particular skill set. However, if I'm at a party with some people I know and some people I don't know, I am not this person you're watching right now. I am very introverted. And I'm not going to start just fucking grandstanding at a party. Because the difference between a party and a public speaking class is that it is very clear what I'm supposed to do when it is my turn to give a presentation. And everyone else knows that also. But at some party, it's like... If I was outgoing or extroverted, I would just hold court and do well and people mostly might like me but that's not like agreed upon and it's a lot more complicated than that at like a party like in a party setting for example and i it, and therefore when i when i am in those situations i don't do it unless i'm friends with like everyone there in which case it's you know different obviously but yeah, I'm not, I'm, I promise you, dude, I am not an extrovert. Hey, when's the last time I left my house? You always make fun of me for this. How are you going to say I'm not an introvert? I don't leave my house. Of course I'm an introvert. 
That's just because you choose not to. Because yeah. you're an introvert. Yeah, because I I don't want to see people. That's no, because you because you want to play video games. No, dude, no. I don't do that much. And you're too lazy to drive, go get food. Yeah, well, those things also might be true, but no, I'm definitely uh, introverted for sure. No, you're not. If you can, if you could get up with no issues for a, for a, any sort of class in college and give a speech like without being nervous at all and not caring, you're not an introvert. Okay. Well, I disagree. Uh, I could give you technical definitions of this shit, but I don't think anyone really cares. So we're just going to move on. But keep that in mind. I'll sum it up super quickly. Extrovert means you get energy from being with other people. Introvert means you expend energy by being around other people. So if we're using those definitions, I'm absolutely an introvert because it is exhausting to be with other people. I've got, dude, there have been times where I go three days without talking to another fucking soul and I'm chilling. I'm fine with it. And I don't think anything of it. Whereas some people, maybe your wife, for example, or any other woman, joking, uh, they, they, they would just be, go fucking insane. They have to like talk to people. Nothing wrong with that. It's just not me. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. Go. Maybe. We'll move on, though. This is okay. uninteresting. Uh, Dr. J-Webb with the 1350 boys. Let's go. Jesus, dude. J-Webb with an interesting number of gifted subs. Uh, 13. I am curious why you chose that number. Because he's at 69. Oh, he's 69. 69 total for the month. J-Webb, you fucking god. Thank you, dude. 13 gifty boys. A lot of support. 69 total this month. I appreciate you, dude. I am honored, humbled, and privileged. Doc, uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for the support. Uh, for real. 69 is a fuck ton. Um, I really appreciate it a lot, man. So, thank you, brother. Thank you so goddamn much. J-Web, you menace indeed. Thank you, dude. Uh, let's uh, Let's move on here. Thank you again. Doc. Uh, next one here is from Riel B. So I haven't seen anyone who has enjoyed the Gulag. How would you guys like Gulag to function in this game and potentially in Cold War as well? Don't get me started on that point. If that game continues with the Gulag-like mode to return to the game, or is it beyond any fixing? Let's ignore the Cold War element unless you really want to get into this for a fucking 13th time. Uh, but well, if we could change Gulag, how would you change it? It's going to be in there. That's what we already know. So um, the only way I would change the Gulag is by removing it. I don't like it. I've said this numerous times. I would rather just be dead than having that extra chance to respawn. That's what drags this game out is that by the time you get to like the second to last circle, there's 60 players alive still. 60. And they're yes. all just camping in buildings. Yeah. I think the zone, the, the round needs to be quicker. The zones move in quicker. Everything happens faster and there be no gulag. Now, hey, if you want to buy me back, that feature is still fine, I guess. Mm -hmm. Whatever. 
But I the gulag like just pisses me off. Because there's nothing about the gulag that requires skill. That's the thing. It's randomness. And usually for us, we end up when we go up against um a controller player, we usually lose because they just pre-aim the corner, I jump around it, it follows me, and they shoot me in my chest, and it I'm follows, dead. Dude, that is such a good point. Because if you're on controller and you correctly pre-aim the corner where you jump out of, they don't have to track you. Aim assist will literally do that for them. So all they have to do is fire their gun. Like, literally just pull their right trigger. And that happens all the that time. Is, and I can dude, always... That is such I a can good always point, tell Tanner. as soon as I die in the gulag, I was like, fuck, I know that was to a controller because there's no way somebody on PC would have hit that unless they were a god king. Yeah. Um, so that's what makes me mad. If it were just like straight ARs or something, SMGs with, uh, you know, no tacticals, no sidearms, it'd be better. But it's just it's too random right now. It doesn't just because you win a gulag doesn't mean you're better than the person you're playing at all. It's way too random. Yeah. So, hey, fucking get rid of it. Okay. Kill me. Don't send me to the gulag. Kill me. All right. So I disagree with Tanner here. However, the gulag needs significant rework. Number one, take out all tacticals and all lethals. Number one, they don't exist in gulag anymore ever under any circumstances. Number one. Uh, number two, change the map. Way too much cover. Uh, people can fucking hide in like these goofy spots and then you just get you shouldn't be able to get killed from behind on such a small map but you can in, gu in the gulag because the map there's too much cover oh and the fact there's various versions of it that's yeah. another thing right it's it's not i don't know if it's various versions or if it's just randomized spawns but it's not a symmetrical map so depending on which spawn you're at the cover is like different which i don't like also i think that's what you mean no, um, there's different versions of the gulag. Really? Are you there's sure? There's like two or th yes, there's two or three different ones. Interesting. You haven't noticed that? Yeah. No, no, I thought they were just different spawns of the same map. No. That's funny. Okay, well I'm shit. And some are dog shit. Okay, well yes, end that then. So in uh, whatever, three variants, one variant, remove like sixty percent of the cover that is on the existing variants. Number two, uh, and then number three. Change the weapons. No riot shield ever. No sniper ever. Uh, ARs and SMGs only. Maybe pistols. Probably not. Uh, Absolutely not. No marksman rifles. Whatever. Um, and then also lastly, uh, don't allow spectators to throw rocks at people. Because that fucks me up a lot and it's dumb. It's just a dumb feature. That's like, it's a cute feature that's like funny and like cool the first two days of the game and then it's just annoying i never throw rocks at people because i'm an adult and when people throw <laughs> rocks at me yeah. i just like i'm like oh fuck is there a guy there and then it fucks me up and i'm just pissed that's how i would change the gulag but i do like that the gulag exists i think uh, a feature of that kind is good the problem is like tanner said it doesn't require skill to win a lot of the time but if you changed it in the ways I suggested, then it would require skill, which would mean the gulag and surviving it is contingent on you performing well. And I'm and we at the drop shot here are very big fans of rewarding people for doing well at playing first person shooter games. So that's what I would say to that. Question. Good question though, Real. Thank you. Next one. Dingle three eleven. Do you guys think drinking alcohol 
is detrimental to your performance while gaming? Or do you think in small quantities it can help you relax, uh, help relax you, excuse me, and increase your performance? Great question. I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod, but I know I've talked about this before. So Tanner, what are your thoughts? I 100% play better when I'm drinking a small amount. Now, when we get like three beers deep, a couple a couple mixed drinks deep, oh, I'm Maybe terrible. Maybe four. Maybe four beers. I'm, yeah. Hey, I'm terrible. Yeah. But if we're drinking like one beer, two beers, one mixed drink, if we're sipping on them, if I'm drinking three beers and like five hours then yeah that's not a big deal i think it does make me play better actually i think i'm i think i pay attention more actually like i'm noticing little things i'm like oh maybe there's somebody over here i'm like i think ahead more or something i don't know what it is but i i swear to god i play better than when i'm sober it's also just more fun in general yeah it's a lot more fun most things are more fun when you're drinking yeah most things yeah they're yeah Growing up's not great, but... Well, drink less. Drink, Yeah, drink less, Be yeah. An adult. Okay, Okay, so. coming from you. Hey. <laughs> okay. Dog shit, kid. Let's move on. Uh, so, Dingle, great question. I pretty much agree with Tanner. Um, I think if you drink an amount of... So, number one, it, it also depends on if it's multiplayer or Warzone. I think for Warzone, I play better Stone Cold Sober than any amount of alcohol. Because that... Because when I'm sober, sober, I can really play smart and not, like, take gunfights that I shouldn't take. Now, most of the time, I take gunfights I shouldn't take even when I am sober. But if I'm drinking especially, I'm shooting, I see red, and I'm just fucking blasting. And that's dumb a lot of times in Warzone. And then we lose. Um, that happens a lot. So in Warzone, I think no alcohol is probably the way to go, at least for me. Now, if you have better self-restraint than I do, maybe that's not the case. Oh, you, yeah, you don't know when to stop. You keep drinking until the stream ends and you get in bed. Correct. See, I stop at a certain point. Maybe Shut that's the why... fuck I, up, you dumb. No. Maybe, maybe that's no. why I, I play better, because I drink well, you're a and then I player, stop. So let's start And then there. I stop. Maybe that's it, dude. Except for that one evening... Um, I think it was the night before Easter where, I, Kappa? where I threw up seven times. Yeah. Hey, that, uh, guess who didn't throw up? Twitch.tv slash Razanon because yeah. you're a boy. Oh. You're a child boy. You're a boy child. Okay. Let's get some coffee sometime. Uh, so. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. For, for Warzone, I think none. It, just because my decision making is shit. However, if I was really good at Warzone and my instincts were correct, I think I could drink some alcohol and actually perform better in Warzone. But as it stands, my my Warzone BR instincts in general are fucking trash. So I have to have all of my cognition to know when to push, when not, where to go, etc. However, with multiplayer, I think if I have between two and four beer, depends on the beer too, two and four, two and eight cores lights, or two and four like ballast points, sculpin IPAs, uh, I definitely perform better in multiplayer because I know the multiplayer maps. My instincts are correct for multiplayer, so I don't need to have additional cognition to know where to position and shit. Um, and yeah. you, I think there's just, I think it's easier to reach that flow state 
where you're not thinking at all and you're just aiming. You're just aiming. And in multiplayer, that's good. So I'm two or three beers in and I'm just snapping on kids like a fucking rubber band, dude. Just blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 without having to like think about it. No hesitation. You are a little less scared. So you'll peek shit that maybe you wouldn't if you were a sober pussy. But you're also like competent enough to actually get that reliably. And because you're drinking a little bit, you're disinhibited and you're aiming a little better. Now, the downside, of course, is that your reaction time scientifically is absolutely slower if you've had any alcohol at all. But most of the time in multiplayer, that doesn't matter uh, because in general, even if it's uh, a little slower than your baseline, your sober baseline, it's still faster than the other shit can kids. Um, so, okay, here's a question. That Tanner. makes sense. Yeah, you're wrong. But that makes sense. What am I wrong about? All of it. Okay. I play better when I'm drinking. Here's a Okay, so I also drive better. So if you were doing a gunfight math, (laughs) okay, let's table that. If you were doing a gunfight, any California Highway Patrolman in the chat? If you were doing uh, a gunfight match up to six, just a gunfight game. If we cloned you, and we had your clone slam. Three shots of Jameson, and then the match starts 20 minutes after the third shot is taken. Who wins? And it's on land, so there's no connection issues. Same hardware. You're a clone. Same person. Who wins? Hmm. It's a tough one, dude, because three shots is about what, uh, what my normal mixed drink will have in it, so... I'm used to it. Okay. I don't know, dude. I think, well, if it was that much in a short period of time, the sober one would be better okay, for what sure. What about two then? What about two shots in that time? It would be close. I'm telling you, dude, I pay attention more to the game when I'm drinking. That's so Every weird. time we've played a gunfight tournament, I think I'm like drinking a beer or something. I think it's possible. I think it's. I think there's something to be said for that. Like I'm not no meme. I think there's something to be said for a couple drinks, and an FPS game. I really do. Now, if you if you pair that with a stimulant, a pharmaceutical grade stimulant, Adderall, cocaine, etc. Well, then you'd be a real okay. fucking demon. That's Why? that's the that's the fucking combo right there, and I. I played MMOs in college, and let me tell you, that was the combo. We did well. Now, of course, sure did. now of course, I'm refer when I say stimulants, I'm not talking about pharmaceutical grade. In my case, because I didn't have a prescription for those, so that would be illegal, and I don't break laws. But a lot of coffee, espresso, other legal stimulants, of course, and alcohol, course. and copious amounts of alcohol. Let's move on. Uh. Next question here. Oh, real quick. Jinsu with the submarino. Let's fucking go. Four months. Jinsu. The name of a lightsaber that you could get in Corellia, I believe, on Star Wars Galaxy. Galaxies. The Jinsu Razor. Coveted lightsaber in Star Wars Galaxies. Uh, Jinsu, thank wow. you for the Twitch Prime submarino, dude. I appreciate you. Honored, humbled, and privileged. 
And uh, thank you for stopping by. And with that said, let's move on here. Next question is from It's Da Pickle asks, Do you think having realistic ammo and mags would be good? For example, you have four mags of 30 rounds. You fire off five rounds out of the first mag and do a mag swap slash reload. Now you would have one mag with 25 rounds and three mags with 30 rounds. You'd have to keep track of and be aware of ammo usage. An early SOCOM game had this as part of the gameplay. It was actually kind of cool. Your thoughts? Interesting question, Tanner. Um, absolutely not. It would be horrible in this game. Now, it's not a bad idea, but it doesn't belong in an arcade first-person shooter like Call of Duty. So I've played, I talked about it on the pod quite a bit recently. I, play a, I played a mod for Battlefield 2 called Project Reality, and it was realistic like that. You also, it didn't even tell you what your ammo count was in the mag at all. It didn't tell you any of that. You had to keep track of it, essentially. And if you reloaded early, you would waste the rest of that ammo that was in the gun. So if you're using, like, an LMG with a 100-round mag, and you only fire 30 rounds, and you reload, those other ones are gone. You're never seeing those again. So Interesting. I, I like that idea in games that are realistic like that, but this isn't the right game for it. Um because, yeah, that would be interesting because, like, you would push buildings in that game and, like, you would maybe fire 15 shots, but it would always be going through your head. It's like, shit, do I reload? Do I just keep these in the mag, you know, and try to finish the last guys off? Because um, you didn't want to waste those. Hmm. But in Call of Duty, no, it doesn't belong in this game at all. Yep. Yeah, not much to add for me here. Uh, I agree with Tanner a thousand percent. It's it's too much to think about. That Call of Duty is not a milsim, and we've said this time and time and time and time again. And people that try to make this a milsim are the p types of people who ruin this game. I don't want realism to uh, be implemented at the expense of the gameplay experience, and I think this would just make for a terrible gameplay experience, especially in like multiplayer and Warzone. Now in campaign, I don't care. You can do that. That's fine. Uh, but also, go play a game with a realistic campaign if you want realistic mechanics like that, in my yeah. opinion. Uh, so, yeah, I don't like this idea at all. It is definitely more realistic this way, but it's not better for actual, like, gameplay experience. Mm -mm. And I've always said I would prefer wildly unrealistic, but helps gameplay experience versus the inverse, or the converse. Um, so, yeah, that's what I would say. For all the reasons Tanner said. So, good question, though. Pickle, thank you. And then uh, this next one is also from It's to Pickle. Have you guys ever played on a curved monitor? Thoughts? Tanner. Uh, No, I have not. I don't think... I don't even know if they're popular anymore. I guess they are. Isn't that what the ultra-wides are? Are the ultra-wides always curved? I don't think so. Maybe... No. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um... You've never played on one at all? No. Never played. I've, I've seen a curved t uh, TV before. My brother-in-law got one like when they first came out and paid like $4,000 or some ridiculous price for it. Uh-huh. Um, and the only difference I could say then was you could look at the TV from an angle, like a pretty sharp angle, and I felt like you could see a lot more. Now, does that matter cool. in gaming? Absolutely fucking not. Mm -hmm. So I don't really understand what benefit they have, but it's because I've done zero research on them because I would never own one anyways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm exactly with you. I think there might be 
a benefit to playing on a curved monitor, but I don't know what it is, if there is one, because yeah. I haven't looked into it, just like Tanner said. Uh, yeah. I think it's worth investigating, for sure, because maybe there are some benefits. I think there's something interesting about a curved monitor, and it might be, like, helpful uh, for an FPS. I suspect... No, it might be helpful. I suspect it might be pretty good. I suspect not, because none... Nobody uses it. Kind of a good point. I feel like, like most no curved good. monitors... Yeah. I feel like most curved monitors, though, are... Uh, are like marketed toward like it's like a 4k curved monitor so they're not marketed toward fps players so if yeah. there was like some curved monitor with 360 hertz one millisecond response time ips panel maybe that would be better than the same monitor if it wasn't curved i don't know like i said i haven't researched it yeah but i think there might be something to it but we wouldn't know. And no, I've never played on a curved monitor. Answer your question. So, nope. Let's uh, let's move on here. Next question is from Ryan Set, hated by Activision because Activision hates the working class. The best thing ever said in our Discord. If you could pick one previous Call of Duty game to have Warzone based off of, what would it be? I personally think World War II or World at War would be a ton of fun this is a fantastic question tanner your thoughts yeah good question i also like both of those answers i think because th that would be the time frame i would want it in now i would say call of duty 2 because i played that way more but world war 2 would also be a great one i think like the anything time frame of cod 2 world war 2 world war 2 yeah. yeah okay so i think any of those times would be really fun especially if like you don't have a lot of options for like sights really and reticles you know it's more iron sights or like a sniper scope or something like that i think that could get really interesting and the vehicles would be cool Ooh, true world war ii vehicles probably a dope world war ii map maybe maybe a little bit of trench warfare thrown in with uh you know it's world war one little yeah. um, there was they still had they still use trenches in world war ii i know there were there were such thing as a trench. Yeah, there still there, yeah, there still trenches, trenches still yeah. exist in Afghanistan okay. today. Right. Yes, trenches okay. do exist. You stupid cunt. <laughs> so um, okay, go on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think that would just be a ton a fun uh, time frame. I don't really know why. Just World War Two interests me. And has there been a World War Two battle royale? I don't think there has been, huh? That's a good question. Actually, there hasn't been. I don't believe they're so. all pretty. They're all like futuristic. Like yeah, they're all modern or futuristic. Yeah. Oh, so, oh, somebody needs to capitalize well, on that. Apex, Apex is. Oh yeah, Apex is futuristic. Yeah, what am I saying? I would say Battlefield, but their games have been dog shit the last two releases, and their next game is probably going to be, I think, modern according to Dub. Because if they made like a really good World War II game again, um, that could have a really good BR type thing in it, you know. But yeah. World War II in general, the World World War II, Call of Duty 2, whatever, I think that would make for a great war zone. Well, now that we've gotten the Care Bear aesthetic aspect of the question out of the way, let's get to the actual question, which is, what type of game, and we're talking about gameplay mechanics, movement, sliding, or diving, leaning, mounting, time to kill, etc. If we're taking in important factors, right? Because we're talking about 
what's important, right? Uh, what kind of Warzone BR would you like to see structured around the gameplay mechanics of a past Call of Duty? Mm. Call of Duty 2. That'd still be my answer. Really? I didn't play enough of the other shit games in the middle to care about them. What? Plus, I, I, I wouldn't want another, like, Warzone based off of Modern Warfare 2 or Modern Warfare 3. I would want something completely different. A different era. Different types of weapons. Different skill sets. Mechanics, You know, use, using, using bolt action. That's what I'm saying, you stupid cunt. Uh -oh. Using bolt action rifles, you know, versus, right. like, all automatic ARs or something. Things okay. like that. What also, it, it's hard to talk about the fucking mechanics when a war zone for that game doesn't exist. I don't know what the time to ki to kill would be because it doesn't fucking exist. Yeah, you know no what place. I mean? I get it. You stupid get bitch. It. No, but okay. So, for example, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Let me try and clean this up. So, World yeah. War II, the game, ha it did not have sliding. There's no that you couldn't slide in World War II, but you could dolphin dive. Do you remember doing that in World War II? I know you only played like three On the, games. For the 50 minutes I played of it, I somewhat remember that, yeah. You basically, you press prone, and then you'll fucking literally Dennis Rodman across the fucking map. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing so other like, people do it. It looks really funny. So so think about things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like what Call of Duty 2 has leaning. I want leaning in the so game. You want leaning. Okay, all right. Okay. So if, if we're going to have leaning in a game, um, it would play better in Warzone than it would multiplayer, I think. Just because, like, the map's bigger, it would make a bigger difference leaning out from, you know, leaning and somebody's running in the open and you're trying to shoot them. I agree with that a thousand percent. Versus, like, a small little so multiplayer map. In a BR with, a, like, a slower time to kill. I think that's such a good point. Yeah. 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 True. Interesting. Okay. Well, so I agree with you about the setting. I think a World War II or an old setting would be cool for a BR because I don't think we have seen one. I think Battlefield had, what was it called? Firestorm or some shit? The Battlefield huh? BR? There was a Battlefield BR that was a catastrophic failure. I don't remember was what there? it was called. I think it was called like Firestorm. Like Battlefield Firestorm or some shit. Uh, if Dubfire's in the chat, he can tell us uh, the objective of Battlefield podcast. Um, good name, by the way. Uh... What was I going to say? But independently of the setting, because I don't care about the setting because I'm not a Care Bear. Uh, fire break. There we go. Thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, but independently of that, a Warzone based off of a COD game, a previous COD game. Boy. Uh, boy, it's hard. I really liked the dolphin diving in World War II, and I think that could be super... I think dolphin diving would be even better in a Warzone in a in a BR with a slower time to kill than it is in multiplayer for sure. I think that could come in handy. You're fucking sprinting behind a wall and you just fucking like I said, just Rodman behind the wall. Dude, just yeet. <laughs> just yeet. You know, that would be cool. Uh cuz that would make your hitbox very small from the profile view. If uh if an enemy is looking at your profile, for example, read a book. Um and I liked the. I just liked every mechanic about World War II. My only problem with World War II is it didn't have sliding. I think if there was a game with sliding, leaning, and dolphin diving, that would be so fucking tasty. So yeah. fucking tasty. Uh. So I don't know. I I mean, 
It's hard to say. It's a really good question, though, Ryan. Like I've, adding adding leaning in also makes makes it have a higher skill gap. Because like imagine somebody with really good movement, like sliding all around. They slide up to like a corner of a wall or something real quick. Right at the end of the slide, they pop out, lean, fire a shot, one tap somebody. You know, yep. there could be like really sick Nasty plays like plays. that. Yeah, but you have to have really good movement. Yep. Yep. Agreed. So yeah, I, I think you're right. If those were like combined, that would be really good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll say World War Two. Because everything else about the only problem with World War Two mechanics I have, literally the only problem, and I've played a decent amount of it, not as much as BO4 or MDub, but a decent amount. A uh, couple hundred hours for sure. Um, the only problem I have with the mechanics of that game is that there's no sliding. I love the sliding mechanic, and I'm really glad it's in Call of Duty games. Yeah. It's like the best like recent advent in Call of Duty ever. Sliding is so fucking good. It's such a good mechanic. It vastly raises the skill gap. It gives you so many more options and possibilities. I love sliding. So if World War II had sliding and the dolphin dive, then make that a BR. That would be fucking awesome. I would like that. That's that's what I would say. And it would satisfy both of our uh, uh, desires for a World War II-based BR. That would be cool. That would be cool. So let's move on. Uh, next question. I'm going to go piss after I ask you this. So simple name eight, change it, asks, do you think that having Warzone an incredibly successful free-to-play BR has hurt the traditional Call of Duty franchise? Interesting question. If so, do you think it is possible for the franchise as a whole to separate itself from Warzone and return to its multiplayer roots in the future? Great question. We've talked about this some, but I like how pointed this is. So, uh, Tanner, take it away. Your thoughts. Okay, do I think Warzone has hurt traditional Call of Duty? Um absolutely uh is it possible to separate itself from warzone or return to its multiplayer roots um that's a very tough question the game in general i think would be a lot better if it was only focused on multiplayer now the only reason or not the only reason the main reason warzone is so popular in modern warfare is because the multiplayer is terrible i mean you can say you like this game but it's like Okay, do you like Warzone? Or do you like multiplayer? Because multiplayer in this game is royally fucked up, and it has been since the beta, and nothing's changing with it. And it's because they don't care about it anymore. Because when Warzone w was released in whatever month it was, March, April, May even? I don't remember. That's all they've cared about. I mean, they haven't done anything substantial to multiplayer because they don't care about it and not that many people play it. I mean, like, even go to Twitch and go to Modern Warfare. Like, out of the top 100 people playing it, streaming it, the top 100 streamers, probably 90% plus are playing Warzone because multiplayer is just dead. Now, Warzone has made Call of Duty incredibly successful and rich, but at what cost? They've destroyed multiplayer and they don't care about it anymore. Now, it's looking like that may be changing for Cold War with Treyarch. Hopefully, they'll care about it. Especially if Warzone is staying the way it is and they're just adding shit to it. You know, maybe it'll get... It's a different development team or something, maybe. The rumors are. If Treyarch only does multiplayer. 
and other teams handle the uh, war zone, then it'll be a lot better this next year. So I've said it a million times. I would prefer Call of Duty if it was multiplayer only. Now we only like Warzone so much because it's shit in this game. If yes. multiplayer was fantastic, we wouldn't need a Warzone. But obviously they know it's made them more money than multiplayer has, and um, they're going to run with that until BRs die if they ever do. Yeah. Maybe they won't. I mean, yeah. people keep thinking they're going to die, and it's just Including they, us. more and more. Yeah, more and more keep coming out, and they be keep they keep becoming more and more popular. So yeah, it's hard to say what's going to happen, but... Um, it's definitely ruined multiplayer, traditional COD. Yep. So, so I think Warzone has hurt the traditional Call of Duty franchise. A thousand, well, depends what you mean by traditional Call of Duty franchise. Uh, in some sense, yes, and in some sense, no. So, if you're referring to the franchise as a business, no, of course it hasn't hurt it. It's helped it fantastically. $3 million per day in microtransactions. That is because of Warzone, a thousand percent. So in that respect, no, of course not. Uh, with respect to the integrity of the franchise, as it and its in its roots, its core, which is six v six or five v five multiplayer, of course it's hurt it because they don't care about multiplayer because that's not what. Excuse me, that's not what's making them money. And I've talked about this at length, so I'm not going to get too deeply into that. But basically. A company will focus its resources on fostering the success of that aspect of its business that is bringing them the most revenue. In this case, that is obviously Warzone. So, of course, most of their development resources are going toward Warzone uh, because that's what's making them the most money. Yeah. So the Call of Duty franchise is being hurt. The traditional Call of Duty franchise is being hurt in that respect if we're talking about what Call of Duty is at its core, what it once was, which is, again, fives and sixes. Uh, if so, do you think it's possible the franchise will hold to separate itself from Warzone and return to its multiplayer roots in the future? Uh, of course it's possible. I mean, here's the thing. Okay, I basically agree with everything that Tanner said. It's going to depend on the market. If people lose interest in BRs, then Call of Duty will go back to multiplayer. But are they going to lose their interest in BRs? We thought this BR was going to flop. It didn't. <laughs> yeah, we certainly did. We, huh? It didn't at all. And it was actually way more successful than we ever would have guessed. Um, so it's difficult to say. However, one thing that Tanner didn't mention is there seems to be for COD 2021, CDL 2021, a surprising amount of focus from the development team and from Activision, the publisher, on growing the competitive uh, integrity of the game. And there's a lot of like resources and talk about making CDL really good next year. With the switch to PC, with the, the shrunken team sizes, which they've done, again, for viewership purposes... And people seem to forget that that obviously microtransactions brings Activision a ton of money. But guess what else brings them a ton of money? Sponsorship deals for the United States military who wants to sponsor on a CDL broadcast. That is millions of dollars. How about their contract with YouTube where they sold the rights for YouTube to exclusively stream CDL? How much money was that deal worth? 
couple million, couple dozen million dollars. So they're making a lot of money from CDL. And CDL is only multiplayer. You can't make a Warzone CDL. So they they still do have a vested interest, even from a business standpoint, of making sure multiplayer remains popular uh, and played a lot because CDL's multiplayer and if they want to get further ad deals for dozens of millions of dollars from the United States Army from fucking Coca-Cola uh, from Monster etc then they do need to uphold a high standard a high bar for multiplayer hmm. I hadn't that thought of sense. I hadn't thought of this until relatively recently but since I did, it actually restored some faith in my outlook on the future of Call of Duty. I think that they will pay more attention to multiplayer than I have been saying for the past three months. Because they get a fuck ton more money from CDL than I originally kind of like uh, thought. Because not all their money comes from consumers. A lot of it comes, again, from ad deals and shit. And the only way they get those ad deals is from CDL, which is from making multiplayer good. So I don't think all hope is lost for multiplayer. I'm actually quite a bit more optimistic than I was two months ago, for example. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even the um, even the teams, the buy-in price is so high. What was it? Was it twenty million or my bugging? Uh, say it's that again? it's very high. The the buy-in. Oh, thirty. To have million. a to have a, was it that much? Yep, thirty million. That's why one hundred thieves opted out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought it was 20. Great point, by the way, yeah. A franchise, if they want a spot on the 12 teams in CDL, they have to spend $30 million. Three times 12, 360 mil. That's, that's an amount of money. And if multiplayer stops being popular, they're losing 360 mil or so per year. They are not going to do that. So I'm a, also not understanding. Point, that's a great point. Well, we're on that. I'm not understanding why the buy-in is that high. What could possibly be the reason it's a $30 million buy-in? Isn't that fucking crazy? That sounds ridiculously high. It sounds crazy. Like millions and millions of dollars too high. I agree that it sounds crazy, but the fact that it is that much and teams still do it means that those brands, those companies who pay for that franchise spot they expect to and probably do recoup more than that investment from all of the uh, uh, eyeballs they get on them during the entire season of CDL. I was going to say, because even winning CDL, you don't get that much money. <laughs> yeah, the prize money, yeah, no. But like, if you're Cloud9, for example, or Optic Gaming, let's use a team that's actually in there, you pay 30 mil to get a spot in CDL, you're in every CDL event, and the viewership for those is really high. And then you can leverage that by saying, hey, uh, fucking G Fuel, I'm the representative of Optic. I'll put your fucking banner on every single team, uh, team member of Optic, competitive team member, on all their streams. I'm going to put sponsored by G Fuel in there. And you need to spend 10 mil for that if you want rights for that for the whole season. They do that three times, they've recouped, and they can do a lot more than that as well. 
So it's obviously worth it. Otherwise, these teams wouldn't be spending it. Yeah. It does sound outrageous, though. I agree. Sounds you. ridiculous. Yeah. But it must be worth it because none of them would have done it if it wasn't, you know. Well, they're also just taking a risk, seeing if it would pay off. For a lot of them, I'm sure it won't. I don't know about that. Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm not an insider. But that is a good point, though. Because, yeah, I, I didn't think about that aspect, which is that uh, Activision uh, has a vested interest in keeping multiplayer healthy because they can sell those franchise licenses. Yeah. Or spots or whatever. So, yeah, I think uh, I think multiplayer is actually here to stay because I hadn't taken all of those considerations into account because I think we did an episode. I know we did an episode on this podcast about our like Cold War predictions before any leaks came out. And I was talking that entire episode about multiplayer is dead. Sixes is dead. It's never coming back. You remember this episode, Tanner? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a Patreon episode, wasn't it? No, it was a regular episode. It was okay. a Saturday app. I'm like 99% sure. Um, and I I, I, uh, I take all of those things back. Because I didn't think about this. I didn't think about the franchising deals. Yeah. I didn't think about the ad revenue they get from CDL. And they have to have a good multiplayer game for that to be the case. So, Which is good. Well, they didn't, they didn't good this for, year. It's good for us. What do you mean they didn't this year? They didn't have they didn't have a good multiplayer. Oh, true. Yeah. Fair point. Fair point. So hopefully that'll turn around. Yeah. Uh, Tanner, what do you think? And uh, finish this page. Three more. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll see how it goes. We yeah. can go even longer than that. Yeah. I'm we, always. We'll, yeah. You. Yeah. Let, let's just let's just roll for now. Fill me in, dude. Just I'll I'll keep going until you tell me. Fill you up. Yeah. yeah. Just fill me up. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> Because you okay, Deacon Cheese asks Raz, you seem to read a bo- uh, these questions. Raz, you seem to read a book often. Is it always nonfiction books, or do you dabble in fiction as well? So, what are your favorites? Okay, uh, someone asked me this literally yesterday. I think my favorite book of fiction is Rage by Richard Bachman, also known as Stephen King. It was his first novel ever. It's about a school shooter. Uh, that is very topical and controversial and I'm all about controversy uh, in touching topics you shouldn't touch so that was my favorite book Uh, I read it in college I read it in one sitting because it was very gripping it was a very good novel and it was pretty short by the way it wasn't hard to read in one sitting it was like 250 pages or something Uh, but it was very good and I really liked it Uh, so as far as fiction that's my easily my favorite uh, work of fiction Uh, okay What's interesting about this, by the way, a little trivia, real quick. After, so there was a school shooter who shot up a school, killed himself, and then in his locker, they found this book, Rage, Richard Bachman. A couple of years later, happened again. A couple of years later, happened again. And then at that point, by number three, Stephen King was like, okay, I'm pulling this from the shelves. I'm no longer selling this because I feel like I'm unironically contributing to children being murdered. Uh, So he actually pulled the book. That was another reason that it intrigued me and which is why I wanted to read it because it was not acquirable. I couldn't buy the book. I had to torrent it on my iPad, which I did. Um, In game, of course, that would be illegal. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So that was another reason that interests me. But it was a very good book. Uh, And then... 
So also, no, I don't read books often. I very seldom read books. I've read I've read more books than the average 28-year-old, almost certainly. But I don't read a lot. There are people who are way more well-read than I am. I read... I read more than everyone. But I don't read books. <laughs> but I don't read books more than everyone. I spend a ton of time reading, but it's not books. I'll read, like... A lot of Wikipedia, for example, I'll read... Um, articles, I'll read. Wikipedia is fake news. Well, it's not. Blurbs, I'll read. Uh, papers, I'll read. But I don't read, like, books often. Because it's, yeah, and most of the time it's not really worth doing, in my opinion. It's not, no, that's not true. It's worth reading a lot of books. But I don't have time right now. I work fucking 70 hours a week. I don't have time to read books. But I read a lot. I read all the time. It's just not books that I'm reading. You read uh, for work. I read for work. Also, I read emails. I don't count that. That's not what I mean by reading. Uh, you, read, you read Twitch chat. I, I do read Twitch chat. Seldom. iTunes reviews. Yeah, iTunes you do read reviews. a lot, dude. You're right. Uh, Discord questions for Q yeah. episodes. Yeah, I guess I yeah. do read a lot. Okay. A big reader. Done. Uh, is it always nonfiction or do I dabble in fiction as well? Uh, nonfiction is definitely has more utility. In general, it's less interesting, but not always. Uh, my favorite nonfiction book is probably the genealogy of morals genealogy of morals by a um a, an, a german philologist which is not a field anymore you guys might have heard of him frederick nietzsche maybe you've heard of him uh i read a lot of like existentialist books we i had an entire class on existentialism in college genealogy of morals easily my favorite uh, nonfiction book. It's fucking insane how smart that dude was. He like called it. He called it. Like, oh, this is like the Christian morality was an inversion of the Greek morality and like just fucking insane. So that's my favorite. As far as writing style, my favorite is Soren Kierkegaard. Probably the sickness unto death because he's just such a morose like fucking emo kid except he was like a a 19th century Danish dude, uh, but he wrote like an emo band person. Except, so imagine if like Fallout Boy, the lyricist for Fallout Boy, had an IQ of like 400. That's hmm. what Soren Kierkegaard wrote like. I mean, the, this is the title of a book: "The Sickness Unto Death." I'm I'm on board. Here's another book title: "Fear and Trembling." How do you not how do you not get hard thinking about that? Such a I love his writing style because he was such a negative Nancy. It just like and he just spoke fucking dramatic all the time. And he was right about a lot of shit too. So, anyways, that's all I'll say on that. I already spoke more than I intended to, but good question. Thank you, Deacon. Yeah. All right, so welcome back everyone who skipped forward <laughs> that back, entire yeah. answer. If you're listening for the jingle, sorry for that. Here it is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rune asks, what are each of your favorite TV shows and favorite movies? Now Tanner can rant and I'll be silent. Go ahead. I don't need to rant at all. I don't, I don't watch much TV, dude. Um, favorite TV shows. Uh, so I'm going to go with, I guess, this is a TV show. What is an HBO miniseries? Is that going to be a TV show or is that a movie? That's a TV show. Okay. So TV shows. Two really good ones I thought of right away. Band of Brothers, based on World War II. It's like 10 parts, 11 parts, 12 parts, maybe. 
Um, that is an insane series. I highly recommend it. Um, I mean, it follows everything from like the Battle of the Bulge to what are you showing? Yikes! Parpar Par asked is, about Alexander all I see is the Gulag. He asked about Solzhenitsyn, so I told him, of course I know who fucking Solzhenitsyn is. He won a yeah, Nobel and, and, fucking prize. And he, 19th, he has the book just the right there. Century. Of course I do. He has the book right there ready to and grab. I'm in the middle of it, so go on. So Band of Brothers, The Pacific, two really good series I highly recommend. Um, they were on HBO. I don't know where you can find them now. Hey, you can find the DVDs if you're a boomer. Um, really, really good war shows. 24, if you ever saw that one, that was like my favorite TV show for like five years. When I was in, I don't know when that show started. I was probably in like sixth grade going into high school. Fantastic fucking show. Did you ever watch that? 24 with Kiefer Sutherland? 24. Was that? It was like a. There were different seasons. He had 24 hours to yeah, save the country no, or world. I, I like, I've tried, but it was just too extra for me. Oh, some of them. The show got terrible. You but, know, like CSI Miami where there's the dude. The yeah. the white dude with the glasses, yeah. where he says, "I guess she had a rough landing." Dun, 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 dun. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, hold on, hold on. Turn on my watch my stream. Here's what happened: some uh, some girl, some girl, right? Some girl jumps off of her balcony and uh, and dies, but they suspect foul play. So they, he, uh, this dude and his partner go to uh, the crime scene, and they're interviewing her husband. And they Nick, tell, Nick and they get tell, ready. And they tell the story. And then she goes, and then at the end of the whatever summation, his partner asks him, oh man, what do you think happened here? And then he goes, well, I guess Susan had a rough landing. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> do do dun, 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 dun. or it's I like, need to get that audio, dude. Yeah, we gotta put we gotta splice the audio in. Every single episode of CSI Miami was this, dude. It would okay. Oh, I showed up to the fucking the the docks, and some <laughs> some dude uh whatever uh drowned in the harbor, and then his partner goes, oh. Uh, fucking Keith, what do you think happened here? Do you think he got tired and slipped into the into the ocean? Well, if he did, I guess he's sleeping with the fishes. It's so corny. It's the corniest shit ever, bro. You think Twenty Four was that bad? Like that corny? Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. But do you think Twenty Four was that corny? You know who we're talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I because it was corny as shit. But do you remember like back during those days? Okay, hey, there was no Netflix, so my entire family watched that show on. I think it was on Monday nights. So, like, my parents would be in the living room. I was in my room. My sister was in her room, all watching it on the TV. And how intense that show got. Like, they would have two-hour episodes, sometimes one-hour episodes, and it would just end, and it would have that. Dun-dun, dun-dun, dun-dun. Oh, yeah. Dun-dun. And it would be like, oh, fuck! And that's how it just ended. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So that show, probably my favorite show of all time. If I watch it back now, I'd probably say, oh, 
this is dog shit. This is the worst thing I've ever watched. But for the time frame it was in, oh my god, it was entertaining. Yeah. And it like followed the story from like the first season to I don't know how many seasons there ended up being. The last few were terrible though, just terrible. That's how Dexter I mean, was too. I mean, even some. Oh, I watched Dexter recently. Um, well, not Dude, recently, like, like a few months ago. Dexter was really good until it was really shit. It's yeah. like the first couple seasons were like bangers, and then it got just outrageous. Oh, that just reminded me another good TV show, Game of Thrones. Um. Oh boy. I didn't think the ending was as bad as people make it out to be. Don't get me wrong. They could have ended it a hundred ways that were better than the way they did it. But it wasn't like, like there were people signing a petition to redo the season. I'm like, really? You think they fucking care? I think yeah, they're going to, they don't, they're not going to redo the season. To be so it's so delusional done. to think that they would actually do that. And I mean, apparently a bunch of like the actors were even like fed up and didn't like how they ended it. But it's like, whatever, dude, you had what six seven fantastic seasons sure it ended kind of shitty but it wasn't awful it was hey it was terrible but it wasn't awful yeah. it didn't just it didn't ruin the rest of the show just because how it ended right so the game of thrones really good show um uh pacific band of brothers 24 i like comedies well that's um, a correct answer for your favorite tv show of all time well he said shows Okay, well, what's your favorite, your number one favorite show? There's a correct answer. There's only one answer that I, I'll accept. No, I, I don't like when people ask my favorites because I, I don't have answers. I have a numerous... Okay. I don't well, ever just pick one. No, look, if I was asking for your opinion, you could say that, but I'm not asking for your opinion. I'm saying the best... I don't have an answer. No, 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 the best TV show of all time. <laughs> there's, a, there's a correct answer here. Okay, what is it? Just get your answer in. Let's go. Oh, Let's hear it. Easy. The Sopranos. You don't, did you see the Sopranos? Wrong, wrong. Um, no. Okay, well, okay. Yeah, that no. Then? That's that then. It's a little dated, but it's so fucking good, dude. I've what watched. It? It's the only TV show I've watched more than once. I've watched it like three times. It's so fucking good. Mm, the However, Office. Don't watch it. Don't ever say that again. Don't watch the Sopranos unless you've already had dinner. Oh. Because every single episode they're eating like Italian, like fucking penne alla vodka, fettuccine Alfredo. Ooh, yeah, like, baby. Mastacholi. Yeah. You're going to get starving baby. watching every episode. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Mm. Um, oh, Breaking Bad. Fucking fantastic. You like that one, right? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, of course. Great show. Of course. Uh, um, movies. Well, what what are your TV shows? Why don't you get in here? I, yeah, I don't watch that many TV shows, but uh, Breaking Bad was really good. The Sopranos is the best TV show of all time. Uh, I can't really think of any more. Game of Thrones was cool, but I lost interest in it. Uh, really, pretty late though, like season five or six. I lost interest, but it's hard for me to keep interest in a TV show too. I'm gonna go pee, so go through your answers. Okay. Uh, so yeah, but I don't know. I don't watch that much TV. Uh, definitely The Sopranos easily is my number one. And then Breaking Bad for sure is up there. Uh, TV shows. Fuck me, man. The Blacklist, someone said in chat, I liked The Blacklist season one, but season two wasn't out by the time I finished season one, so I'll never watch it again. Here's the thing. If I finish a season of a TV show and the next season isn't available, I'm never going to see the next season. Because by the time season two of The Blacklist comes out, I'm done with that show. I'm never watching it again. 
and I've lost interest and I've forgotten what season one was about. So I'm not going to like go back and watch more of it pass. So uh, what I should do is wait until a series is complete to start watching it. That's what I did with the breaking bad or the break with breaking bad. Uh, that's absolutely what I did with the Sopranos. Uh, it is not what I did with Game of Thrones, which is probably why I lost interest in it, in fact. Uh, and the Blacklist is the same. I fucking loved season one of the Blacklist. I thought it was very good. That dude, that actor, uh, is fucking awesome. The, the Blacklist guy. The guy who has the Blacklist. I love that guy as an actor. He's fucking great. Love him. Loved the show. Have no problems with it. The only problem is season two wasn't out by the time I finished season one. So I just said, never going back here again. And I didn't. Uh, so that's a great one. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Office is, of course, a fantastic show, but it's not a TV show. It's a comedy TV show, which is a fundamentally different category. So I'm not going to mix comedy in with TV shows. And by the way, the best comedy. That's crazy because they're TV shows. So. Okay, well, doesn't what, matter what your thought is. It is a TV show. I'll keep that in mind. So let, let's not hear your opinion. It's a TV show. Okay. Cocksucker. I'll keep that in mind. What is the best comedic? What is the funniest comedy TV show of all time? And, South Park. No. Uh, okay. I respect that answer, but it's wrong. If you say Rick and Morty, I'm getting off the stream. I'm abs I fucking hate Rick and Morty Thank fans. Thank you. Let's fucking go. Fuck Rick and Morty. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I like Rick and Morty. I hate everyone else who likes Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah. Because they all think they're the smartest people on planet Earth because they like fucking Rick and Morty and it makes them quirky and physics fucking PhDs. It doesn't, dude. It's a funny TV show. Just because you like it doesn't mean you have a fucking IQ of 190. Suck me off. You're dumb. I hate all of them. I hate every Rick and Morty fan. Except myself. I'm a, I'm, of course. A, I'm a casual fan of Rick and Morty. I don't fucking want to dress up as Pickle Rick for Halloween. Like some asshole. Because I'm not trying to pretend that I'm smarter than I am. Because yeah. hey, by the way, if you like a fucking cartoon, that doesn't make you a smart person. It makes you a cunt. So... Not Rick and Morty, no. Okay. Any other guesses? Um, is it a cartoon? Or is it just a comedy? It is not oh, a cartoon. Oh! The best, yeah, the funniest show of all time. It's Always Sunny. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Rune said it in the chat. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is the funniest TV show of all time. Yes, I Fucking can agree with that. Easily. By... By orders of magnitude, it's not a little funnier than the than second place. It is at least double funnier than second place. It's so fucking funny. I've never, ever, ever cried laughing at a TV show except for It's Always Sunny. However, I've cried laughing at It's Always Sunny like at least five times. It yeah. is such a fucking great, a perfect show. It is so fucking fun. It's dumb how funny that show is. I was, um, dude, I was watching It's Always Sunny by myself in this room one time, and I was crying laughing so hard that I had to pause the show. There was no one else around me, dude. When's the last time you cried laughing by yourself? <laughs> yeah. It's almost never happened to me, except for It's Always Sunny. I was crying laughing so hard I had to pause. I had to stop. 
I laughed for 30 more seconds to 90 more seconds, and then I started watching it again. Oh, it's such a funny show. But I've never laughed that hard by myself, ever. It's so Did fucking he? great, dude. Didn't you used to really like Workaholics, or is that Gabriel I'm thinking of? Probably Gabe. I liked Workaholics. It wasn't that funny, though. It was more interesting to me. It was more You're like right, entertaining yeah. than funny. Exactly. You know, that's how, what I thought about it, too. I never... It wasn't a lot of, like, laughing funny moments. It was just like, oh, like, this is fun to watch. But, like, it's funny. I'm not laughing out loud that often, though. Yeah. It was just... It was so dumb. That's what it was. But, yeah, it's always sunny, dude. Oh, how could I forget that? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. 100%. What episode, Raz? I don't remember the episode rune. I remember it was after Frank got introduced to the show. And I remember the scene roughly was Frank was sitting in the office of the bar and he was talking to someone else. I think he was talking to Charlie. And I don't remember what they were talking about. But Frank and Charlie were talking about something and I just started crying laughing so hard that I couldn't listen I mean dude I was in fits and again like so we've all cried laughing a bunch of times in our lives hopefully unless you're suicidal and I'm sorry to hear that if you are but we've all done that plenty of times but you will notice that if you look back on all of those moments where you were crying laughing you were probably around other people every time that is the case for me except for exactly one time which is when I was sitting here in a bathrobe in the winter when I was 22 years old watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia on my computer alone, 1 a.m., paused because I was dying. It's the best show. It's the funniest so show I've funny. ever seen. It's the funniest show I've ever seen. Dude, I forgot how old that show was. It is old, I, too. Yeah. I used to watch episodes on my iPod. I remember I had them downloaded. Like, and if I would go somewhere, you know, this was before like cell phone Wi-Fi or I mean, cell phone internet connection, unless you want to pay for it every time you loaded it up. And I had downloaded episodes of Strictly It's Always Sunny on there. And I would like rewatch the same episodes at times. If I was like going somewhere, that's all I had to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, dude. Every time they abused D was hilarious. So, hey, you, you stupid you bitch. You stupid bitch. <laughs> yeah. We talked about this at Bear, which we vlogged about, by the way. Twitter.com slash Razanon. Yeah. But yeah, that's easily. Did it? Okay, is that show still on? It's always sunny. I think they did a new season relatively recently. Because they quote-unquote canceled it like years ago, and then they had like one or two more seasons after that. So I don't know what's going on with that show. I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Yarl Erase in the chat. Welcome, dude. And then... Also, uh, to get to the last part of this, fa so Rune agrees, by the way, his favorite TV show of all time is It's Always Sunny. My favorite is still The Sopranos, but they're so fundamentally different that they don't. I don't compare those two. They're not the same thing. They're both TV shows, but they're not the same. I wouldn't yeah. say The Sopranos is better than It's Always Sunny or vice versa. They're just too different, but I love them both. Uh, favorite movies? The Departed's probably my favorite movie. I fucking love that movie. Uh, Star Wars Episode Five, uh, The Empire Strikes Back, one of my favorite movies for sure. But I'm not a I'm not a big TV show or movie guy. My, yeah, I like active entertainment, which is why I play video games. So, 
I, I fall asleep now when I watch movies and TV shows. Yeah, I just don't care enough. Exactly. Yeah, and then my wife gets mad at me, but I'm like, it, I don't I don't like not doing something. I like I need to touch something. Okay. I just need to be I just need to be grabbing something. You should touch your wife's guts. Pressing. You're watching Netflix. Pressing something, touching something. Yeah. Okay. Keep so that's on. how I feel. Also, House, by the way, is a great TV show. Ooh, I really that was a good House. one. I really liked House. What'd you think of Lost? <laughs> I watched all of Lost. Um, pretty. I thought it was a dog shit show. It was. It was one hey. of those shows that started off strong and then just got more and more absurd. But by the time it was like a dog shit show, I was too invested to not see it through to the end. I so think that's I how ended a lot of people up watching felt. the whole thing. And then I was like dissatisfied with like the last two seasons entirely. Yeah, that was a terrible show. That and uh, Prison Break, two shows that were good at the start, and they lasted like three seasons too long. Okay. Dog shit endings. Did you I ever watch saw, that one? No, I didn't see Prison Break. I did see Lost though. It was good for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey. Yeah, the first couple seasons of Lost. Just were leave very the good. prison. <laughs> just hey. Just leave the island. Build hey, a raft. It's pretty simple. Walk out. Just, just leave. Yeah. It's simple. Come on. By the way, to the Archduke, I did see The Prestige, and I loved that movie. It was, like, loosely based on uh, L. Ron Hubbard, I believe, with Philip Seymour Hoffman, F's in the chat, as the protagonist. Uh, or antagonist, maybe. I don't really... I don't remember the storyline exactly, but I remember really liking The Prestige. Yes. Great movie. But it, it wouldn't, like... It wouldn't touch my, like... Whatever. I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorites or anything. Um, but yeah. Yep. I'm I'm like a simpleton cuck when it comes to movies. Yeah. If Martin Scorsese directed it, I'm a fan. You're good now. You you had a little hiccup. Is that why you look quizzical? Yeah. I don't know what happened. Might Your voice been. like skipped and went really quick. It might have been my internet. But I think we're fine now. We're back. Do I sound normal? They yeah, sound normal. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, movies for me, um, it was always like war movies I was into. Um Ooh, true. Saving Private Ryan, a classic of an instant classic, of course. It, yeah, it was a classic. Um Black Hawk Down was a good one. We Were Soldiers was a great one. Any movie like that I was interested in. A lot of blood, a lot of action. Did you watch Lone Survivor? Oh fuck! I never watched it. Was it good? Yeah, yeah. Boy, was it. That's yeah. I only watched that movie once though. Like all those other movies, like Black Hawk Down, I've seen those like fifteen times. So I need to watch Lone Survivor again. But it was such a good movie. What was that one where they're um they do uh they're like the bomb squad? What's the word for it? EOD locker. That was a pretty good one. Wait, but that's not what you're talking about with the EOD? That's the one, yeah. Okay, yeah, the Hurt Locker, yeah. Yeah, that, that was a good movie. It. I never saw it. Really? Yeah, you need to start watching those, dude. I know. Apocalypse Now. Did you see Full Metal Jacket? American Sniper, yeah. That was a good one. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. I watched it, but I was too young, I think, and Same. didn't understand it and didn't appreciate it. Because I thought it was a horrible movie. But I was probably in like eighth grade. Yeah, realistically. exactly the same story with me. Exactly. So if the I same. watched it now, I would probably think differently. Did you know the actor in the fir- like the first half of uh, Full Metal Jacket, the drill sergeant, that actor guy? You know who I'm talking about? 
Yeah. You could suck a golf ball through a garden hose, that dude. Yeah, yeah. He was a drill sergeant in real life. Really? Yeah. He was an actual drill sergeant in real life. So then they hired him to be the drill sergeant actor in the movie, and he did a fantastic job, obviously. Ooh. But yeah, that dude was a real-ass drill sergeant. Or drill instructor? I don't know. I'm not an, I'm a white West Coast liberal elite. Never been in the military. You certainly are, you yeah. You guys can DM me if it's drill sergeant or drill instructor. It's probably maybe both. Uh, but yeah, he was a real one. It's cool. Interesting piece of trivia. Great, yeah. great start to that movie. But yeah, I don't even remember the second half. Just like you said, I think I was too young. But when he killed himself in boot camp, I was like, ooh, that makes me feel a way. Even when I, I was too young to like fully grasp the ramifications of that. But I was like, this is interesting. It's impactful. Oh, dude, no. Stop. Stop talking. This is my favorite movie of all time. Requiem for a Dream. Easily. Have you ever seen Never that movie? Even heard of, I've, I actually haven't even heard of oh, that. Oh, you're such a dog shit piece of garbage. I've heard of the song. Or all the right. band or something that's similar Tanner's to that. Tanner's contract has been uh, terminated. Effective immediately. Looking at it already sounds boring. Dude, it's about three drug addicts and their lives are like loosely connected. Uh, It is the best movie I've ever seen easily. I remember, dude, I watched that movie and for an entire like 10 days after the movie, I would wake up and for the, for every waking hour for, I'm not joking about 10 days, every waking hour, I spent thinking about that movie. That's how fucking dark it was. Dark and impactful, but not like, not dark like, oh, the cartel's killing kids. Not that kind of dark, but like an introspective, self-inflicted darkness kind of. It's hard to describe, but the A Requiem for a Dream was the best movie I've ever seen easily. It, it touched me emotionally so deeply in a way that no other piece of art ever has. Dude, A Requiem for a Dream, or Requiem for a Dream, easily the best movie I've ever fucking seen. I can't believe I forgot about it, dude. It was so fucking good, bro. It was so good. But I was in like a funk. I was in a weird fucking mental space for 10 days, roughly, after that movie. And by the way, Tanner, you know me. Things don't bother me, right? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Sad things don't bother me. Requiem for a Dream, as Jay Smooth might say, hit different they hit it Did that it? movie hit different dude it was fucking dark dude so dark it was so dark that it touched my deep <laughs> ice encrusted cold heart Requiem for a dream was so fucking good dude you have to watch that movie i promise you so good well just don't do drugs pretty easy pretty simple to not be an addict is don't do them for sure keep that in mind yeah god I can't believe I forgot about that easily my favorite movie fuck that was so good dude (laughs) god it was so good anyways let's move on here Uh, by the way Rune maybe the best question we've ever gotten it's possible it's up there it's in the top Um, I'd put it top top 25 I'd put it top 25 yeah interesting interesting well, nonetheless, it was a great question. So thank you. Next one, GWS. What are your thoughts on the new GPUs and will you be upgrading TDS? 
We will be upgrading once uh, they get in stock literally anywhere. I mean, at this point, we're... Let's see. We're two days post-launch of the 3090, and we're nine days post-launch of the 3080. And it's been an awful launch it couldn't have gone worse actually true i mean there are a lot of the tech youtubers are actually thinking they're like i'm pretty sure there were only like a couple thousand 3080s worldwide it's fucking nobody has them it's nuts i mean they should have just delayed the launch or something honestly until they had more manufactured pretty shit but um we'll be getting them i was in a rush at first and then once I realized I didn't get one in the first three seconds. I was like, oh, okay, so I'm not getting one for months, and I just don't <laughs> care now. Because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with my card. I'm still getting, like, yeah. up to 180 frames in Warzone down to 100 in certain areas. So I'm fine. I don't need to upgrade. I just wanted to because I have a 240 hertz monitor. So the closer or the closer to 240 I can get, the better for me because my monitor supports that refresh rate. Even so that'd be fantastic better, by the way but yeah um so uh wait wait say that again what do you mean warframes is always better independent of the hertz of your monitor and vice versa yeah no, it's yeah true. Go, go go research okay. it if you don't believe it's, it's it's not 100 true but okay that's a fact but go on okay um, but yeah, we'll be getting them at some point once they get in stock. I'm just going to get a 3080. There's no point in getting a 3090 unless you just want to spend the money, I guess, and tell everyone you have one. Yeah, the benchmarks are in. 3090 for gaming is like 15% faster frames on 1080 than a 3080. Is that 1080? Are you sure? Or is that yes. 4K? According to Jay's Two Cents, yes. Oh, okay. However, it's 15% more performance for like 100% more price. So... Yeah. Significant diminishing returns there. But it it does yeah. perform better, of course. The, these cards are really good though. I saw this uh this screenshot yesterday. Dude, the Founders 3090 has better temps by like 15 degrees Celsius yeah. compared to a fucking 1080 Ti. Yeah. Like these Founders edition cards are nuts. The cooling is insane, the speeds are higher than most of the other manufacturers. Um, yeah, I may end up getting that. I don't know. I'll get one of them. It doesn't really matter. Any of them would be good. Any of the 3080s. Yeah. Um, yeah, what are my thoughts? Uh, the launch has been dog shit. NVIDIA should be tried for consumer crimes. <laughs> yeah, actually. Which isn't a real thing. Uh, I mean, technically, it doesn't matter. Uh, yes, I will be upgrading, but I'm gonna, basically, I'm gonna get a whole new machine so that I can have a really a really beastly, disgusting single PC, and I'm going to go back to single PC streaming. Because the tech is so good now that you can... You'll still suffer some performance loss just because of power draw uh, by, do, by doing a single PC stream, but uh, it won't be that significant. And it, it, it would be worth it for me because it, it's so much easier. Because, like, right now I... A game on one computer and I, st I stream with another. That was way more important back in the day when there was no NVENC encoder chip on NVIDIA graphics cards, for example. So your CPU would just have to be doing a fuck of a lot more if it's gaming and streaming on the same PC. 
Yeah. Uh, that's that's not a problem anymore. So uh, and like, if you have two machines and something f- is fucking up, you have to. They're literally double the amount of like, like uh, places where the error is happening. Yeah, it could be happening in this cord or the cord that transfers it or that cord. <laughs> like, th- there's just so many things that could like so many points of failure with a d- a dual PC stream. Literally double the points of failure. Then it's just not worth diagnosing an issue when you have one, which I've had issues recently. So I'm just going to go back to single PC stream and also like maximizing the performance of me gaming while streaming is way less important to me now than it was when I started streaming uh, Call of Duty anyway, because uh, I don't stream gameplay as often as the podcast. And I obviously don't need two PCs to stream the podcast. So, uh, so I am absolutely getting a new GPU. I'm hoping. So what I'm waiting for right now is the new AMD processors to come out. And then once they're out, I'm going to see if I should get an Intel or one of the new AMD CPUs, whatever's going to be best. And then when I order that machine from power GPU, I'm also going to include a 3080 or a 3080 TI if it exists. I think you should get a 3090. Their their rendering speeds for the benchmarks are so much quicker. That's where it's actually better and actually benefit you. Now, for me, that doesn't fucking matter. But the benchmarks for, like, rendering is insane. Rendering 3D or rendering, uh, like, just videos? Because I remember Jay's Two Cents was talking about rendering in 3D. The 3090 is worth it because it has a ton of VRAM. I thought it benefits all of that, but I could be wrong. I'm I don't not, know. You might be right. I don't know. I haven't looked into it too much because I only saw that one video. Uh, the only bad thing is you're at like a weird point right now where this AMD CPU, I think, is going to be the last of its socket type. And the Intel one that's already out is definitely the last of its socket type. I thought you told so you're me at- the, the AMD CPU will not be the last of its socket type, the new one. When I bought it it wasn't the last of its socket type. So this next one coming out that'll be released probably in like a couple months will probably be the last one for that socket type. Oh, okay. Interesting. That's what the rumors have said. Who knows? That is annoying, but if it's really good, then I should be able to hold on to it for two to three years. Oh, for oh, at least, yeah. Yeah, so I, I hear you, though. That is unfortunate, but there's nothing I can do if that's true, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to wait another year. So, so yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Um, all right. What do we have here? I want a game. So are you up for that? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to wrap there boys. Uh, thank you for the questions. And, uh, rune has our next question. As I've, as I've said time and time again, we don't skip questions. We just leave where we, uh, or we start, where we left off. So we will we will start again with our most recent question that we haven't answered, which is from the 9th of September from Rune. So if you feel like we skipped you, we didn't. Relax. If you feel like we didn't get to your question and we never will, wrong. Relax. We'll get to it. Just be patient. We'll get there. We don't skip questions here unless they're dog shit, which has happened very sparingly. Um, so... Keep submitting questions to the Q&A section of the Discord, and we will get to them in time. Now, normally, at this juncture, I would be reading iTunes reviews, but there are none. Yikes. 
So leave iTunes reviews now. If you like this podcast, go to your dumb Apple app, rate the fucking podcast five stars on iTunes. And if you want to plug something, a Twitch channel, beg for money with a cash app username, uh, tell me about a great song I should listen to, etc. Say any, hey, write a passage from the Communist Manifesto in it. I don't care. I'll read it if it's five stars. So go to iTunes, rate us. Um, remember to follow me on Twitter at Razanon. Twitch, twitch.tv slash Razanon, where the podcast is streamed live. And on Instagram at Razanon TTV. Tanner, where can we find you? Uh, Twitter at Tanner Dropshot and twitch.tv slash Tanner Dropshot. And if you have Amazon Prime, then you should make a Twitch account and then go to your Twitch settings, link your Amazon account to your Twitch account. And if you have Amazon Prime, that entitles you to one free subscription to a Twitch channel of your choosing, which is included in the price of your Amazon Prime subscription. So it would be at no cost to you and it would give us money. So link that up. Go give Tanner a Twitch Prime sub because he's hurting. I have 420 (laughs) subs, by the way. I think that might have been intentional. I have 420 subs. 420 blaze it. Damn. So Tanner's not at 420 yet. So link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. Give him your sub. Let's get him the 420 as well. Uh, tell your dipshit friends about us. Sub to me on YouTube, by the way. The Dropshot YouTube channel is called Razanon. Search for the Dropshot. Search for Razanon on YouTube. You'll find us. Full episodes of the pod with video are posted there as well as uh, clips from the podcast for you to share with aforementioned dipshit friends of yours and gameplay breakdowns, which are not on the podcast app, obviously can be found there. I'm very close to monetizing on YouTube. Uh, All I need at this point are subs. So, hey, cost you nothing. Go to YouTube, log in, sub to my channel, and just never come back to the channel again. I don't care. (laughs) Well, I actually don't care. I just need a thousand subs. So we're close. Go sub to me on YouTube now. Now. And smash the like button on every video. We also have two merch stores. We got clothes, accessories, water bottles, duffel bags, backpacks, phone cases, mouse pads, uh, sweatshirts, tank tops, etc. Keep the links in the show notes and in the description. Join the fucking Discord, of course. And uh, consider joining our Patreon as well. Four bonus episodes per month. Patreon.com slash the drop shot. Only five United States dollars. And there are other benefits as well, including Damascus Hangouts, if you're interested in that. Patreon.com slash the drop shot for more details. And last but certainly, of course not least, an extra special thank you to our Damascus uh, patrons, which I will list momentarily any two-factor authentications in the chat Uh, (laughs) there we go okay Mr. Salmonella, Jay Pritch Slivovitz, Jake Downs, Zorosio Rainman, Sandstoner, Tequila Sorockingbird Face Esquire, Gift Curse Adam H, Sniff Sniff Hambone, Change It Jimmy M, Von Trapp Optimus Primed, Aussie Menace, Vester Goated Oat, Josh V Dreves, Siv, Young Douglas, Dread Pirate Roberts, change it, Sly, Dr. J-Webb, Patrick C., Derek R., Wade M., It's the Pickle, That Dirty Clap, 
Chase H, Killacam, Preshock, Garrett S, Michael C, Jada Pinkett, Lemur Party, Freeze, an extra double special thank you with sugar on top. To the the drop shot patriarch, our one and only obsidian patron, the vaping Viking. Nice guy, thank you for the 100 bitties as well. And uh, for all the support tonight, I, I am honored, humbled, and privileged to provide this entertainment uh, media to you for your benefit and the, the, the bounty we've received in kind has been uh, very much appreciated and I, uh, I love you guys so thank you very much we're gonna go game up a fucking storm on Tanner's channel but stay here because I'm gonna raid him so uh, once again of course thank you all for watching have an excellent evening And as always, of course, remember, stay humble. Stay humble. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.